guys falling, the wind is calling, stand for something to die. I thought we were glitching for a second. Section 80, high power. Microphone check, one, two, one, two, one, two. One, two, throw up the three for Kenny. Yeah, three's up, three's up. Check, 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 one, two, one, two. We good here? Everyone's good? We got a special episode today. All about K-Dot, all about K-Dot. And we got a special guest with us, we got a special guest with us. Um, Yo, Chase Yeah, yes, sir. All right. Oh, I, I don't know why I just like only, I should have started further in, but okay, whatever. Um, Microphone check, one, two. I am Ryan Yee. You are listening to the Freshly Baked Podcast. This is a special episode. Um, Yeah, and who's here with me? Eliza's here on the on the soundboard. Tart's here. What's up? Round's here. Hello. E. Roddy, what's good? Um, and then we got a special guest. We got Chasey the Illis in the building. Well, not Yo, in the building with us, but he he on the he on the Zoom call from Detroit. From yes, the sir. Yes, yes, sir. sir. Um, yeah, Chasey's one of my favorite one of my favorite up and coming rappers. I've been rocking with him for a minute. I if you guys know a little bit about what um, I used to be doing all those interviews and all that back in high school, he was one of the first people that started fucking with me and gave me a gave me an interview off the rip. So, yes, sir. Yeah, it's big love. Um, but yeah, so this is a special episode, a little bonus episode before we, before we head out of Boston for the semester. Um, and this is all in lieu of the new Kendrick Lamar album that is set to drop on, I want to say the May 13th? Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. We, we need some like, we need some like audio effects. We need like claps or some shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, like so. The iCarly like remote. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, we all ex- <laughs> yeah, but we all excited for it. Um, and yeah, we just thought we'd break down some of our favorite Kendrick albums, Kendrick moments, uh, and like people that have really impacted or have been impacted by Kendrick's like sound and talent. All of society. All. Yeah, pretty much everybody. Um, yeah, and then yeah, so we're just gonna get on with it. Tart, you wanna yeah. start us off? So so I was thinking we start going like album by album, starting with. Uh, what overly dedicated dropped, I think, in twenty ten. Um, it was like right when he hit mainstream. Uh, like got a national national base. Have you guys listened to a lot of overly dedicated or no? Uh, it's, it's it's not like a high yeah, on yeah, my yeah. list, but I know that there's one with Janae. The intro. yes, yes. I'm right? seeing growing part. Yeah, Schoolboy's on it. Bj the Chicago Kid. I don't know. I like John it. Kendi. I like it as his first album, his freshman album, because it's like. A lot about, um, like, his, like, family's relationships, like, growing out of being a teen. And then, like, I feel like a lot of the themes about him um, growing up in Compton and, like, not getting sucked into, like, gang violence and whatnot, but also still being, like, highly respected. Like, those themes follow, like, once we talk about, like, damn, different butterfly, like, the, the things that he was talking about then... He repeats back in these other albums like years later, and I think that's like the coolest shit ever. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, Ryan, you got something to say? No, yeah, I forgot to stop. Um, thought, but, but yeah, no, I fuck with that album. Um, it's not like my favorite Kendrick yeah. album or nothing like that, but definitely. I mean, you I mean, could you, see his, his talent is like. Was that his like very full, much there? Was that his first full album? Full yeah, length, his yeah. Full, album first full length. length, and then like section eighty is like the like. It's, like, kind of, like, a, um, I'm pretty sure it's, like, the part two to, like, overly dedicated. Like, it, it's, it, like, continues with, like, his story and his growth. And, like, Section 80 was 
after he put out his freshman. So now, like now he's really on like like the board. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel. I just feel like Section Eighty is just a classic, classic yeah. album. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um. Y'all uh, yeah. Keisha's song on Section Eighty is one of my favorite Kendrick tracks of all yeah, time. Yeah, for sure. That song's crazy. The storytelling on that is amazing. Bro. Yeah, he's like the best storyteller. Well, that's one what... of the best like uh, like rapper storytellers ever. Oh, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely, definitely. Um, how, do we, how do we feel about the take that he's a better storyteller than like Biggie or Tupac? Uh, I think. Oh, that's that's true. I think we're. I think I'm. Well, I think we're. I think. Biased, I think. I think better than. I think definitely better than Tupac, for sure. I think Biggie is probably the. Well, I, I'd say I put Kendrick up there next to him, but I think Biggie's probably one of the greatest storytellers of all like, time. I think like the like saying the reason that I think he's a better storyteller is because he's telling stories that like I'm seeing firsthand. If that makes sense, like with That's like real. Yep. like to pimp a butterfly, like all of the stuff that he said in there, we witnessed firsthand. Whereas like. Biggie, like I wasn't even really alive. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah, it's, it's we, we, have, we have a generational bias. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah, so. That's a great way to put it. But we, well, we were all born. I don't know about you, Chase, but we were all born after Biggie. Like, I'm almost what? My dad produced a show with Biggie. Fun fact. What? Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> wait, wait. Can you talk about this for a second? Yeah. So in in when my dad was in college, um, he went to Stony Brook for his first four before he went to law school. And he, um, I was gonna mention this later actually because he also produced a show with you too, and they made oh, okay, they wait. made triple X with him. Um, but my dad uh, loved music and he loved concerts, and he actually produced a festival too. Well, not produced, but he ran a festival, um, mm. Springfest '87. But in no, 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 oh. it, it was in uh, it was on Long Island. It's like one of the biggest festivals ever. Oh, Word. Woodstock. Baby Woodstock. Yeah, how old do you think her dad is? Like, yeah, come on. Uh, oh, well, I didn't 104. Even... <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but he, I I remember he said like of all the people that he was like worked with, like Biggie was so nice and like so chill. And um, I remember he said he played so um he's played soccer with you too. That's like, crazy. They were like he thought that he like my dad's like not good with. Like, I'm so big on knowing, like, a rapper's or an artist's personality and, like, what they look like, how they act, whatever. My dad is not like that. He only knows the music and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you two showed up and my dad, like, mistook them for, um, like, the stage crew. Oh, And he was like, hilarious. oh, like, you guys can set up yourself over there. And they were like, no, 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 like, we're you two. And my dad was like, oh, shit, I'm sorry. And they were like, <laughs> they were like, oh, no, 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 it's good, like. We need another player for soccer. Like, you want to join us? And my dad just went out with them. Is YouTube the... Did you guys ever have, like, when you first got your eye? Uh, yeah, the Apple Music. Yes, yes. That was, like, their, like, promo thing. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I Which, remember, like, Loki's so smart. Isn't, isn't it, like, a smart dude, as hell. Isn't it, like, a dude yeah. giving another dude head or something like that? Isn't I think how, it's it's something what? wild like that. It's like the dude's face is like right next to him. I think he's like, like licking his abs though. I don't know if he's uh, giving him head. I don't know. I, I've never like clicked on it, but like I just know that like the guy, it's like a guy's face next to a guy's like crotch. I'll be honest. <laughs> I only know like YouTube's biggest stuff. Yeah, yeah. But XXX is like one of my favorite songs by um, Kendrick. Yeah. And I didn't even realize that YouTube was on it until like I started looking at the features and stuff. And I was like, that's like a great. Wait, wait. You two's on that song? Yeah. Yes. 
Where have the I vo- been? Yeah. I didn't Isn't that crazy? That's why I mentioned them. The vocals. It, yeah, yeah. And I think it, it's like because like the themes that Kendrick talks about, like like police brutality, like like political violence, stuff like that, mm-hmm. and then having a band from another generation, like to me is like a genius move. Yeah, it just connects. So it <laughs> connects so well. Um, but yeah, going back to what you were saying about how Kendrick or how about how you two kind of like. Yeah, your dad mistaken the, or mistook them for the the sound crew. I feel like because they're, they're, your dad like cares a lot more about the music and a hundred percent. And I feel like Kendrick's art is so pure because he's not like a gimmick. You know yeah. what I mean? Like it's so it's such, it's just purely music and talent. And I just feel like that's so that's like completely gone from like the music industry these days. It's like yes, it's it like is. you need something to get you on, right? You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's a lot of. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, like a lot of gimmicky rappers. There's always what, something that you have to have. That's what I was saying, like, about how he's, like, he has that, like, so, such a strong, like, unwillingness to change. Yeah. Because, like, especially today, you have, like, TikTok and, like, industry plants and, you know, this and the next thing. And you have all these artists that it's almost like their labels and their managers, their agents, whatever, like, force them to change. But, like, yeah. Kendrick has never done that. Yeah, yeah, and you were talking about that a little bit. Um, before, I have like, a question. Yeah, go ahead. What What would y'all view be of Kendrick if he did change? Oh. Um, if he did he would not be as high in my book. And, and, and what, in what, like, manner? In terms of, like, you know, cons- getting consumed by, like, the industry? Or, like, his style uh, of music? Uh, I would say... Both, honestly. I mean, let's say, like how Ryan said, like, what if he starts doing that gimmicky shit? What yeah. would y'all do? Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like it just... Oh, I can't even, like, imagine, like, what a gimmicky... Right, I can't, I can't right, really either. There's, and there's very few guys that are like that. Like, I, I can't was... I can't picture that from Cole. I can't really picture... Like, and it's not like a like a rollout thing. Like, no. Because, like, like, Cole, obviously, with the Revenge of the Dreamers stuff, is, like, it's a genius rollout. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, and like pretty much everything that Cole does is like like around the festival and like it's all very strategic and calculated, but it's not like a gimmick, you know what I mean? It's so it's it feels so authentic and I feel like if Kendrick lost that authenticity, I feel like his I don't I'm know, I feel li- he's I just so still... talented that it wouldn't it wouldn't really well, like I was make just a difference gonna say I would still listen to his music, but I wouldn't rank him like he's one of my favorite artists like of all time. Like he's mm-hmm. in top ten for sure. And I was thinking to myself, like, who else do I think very highly? And um, I've said this before on the podcast, but, like, everyone knows I love Kid Cudi, and I love Mac Miller, and I love Jimi Hendrix. And, like, I can't really say much about Jimi, but, like, Mac Miller and Kid Cudi, like, never changed the way that they performed, the the way that they acted, the way that they presented themselves, and the way that they rapped and Mm -hmm. sang. So that's, I feel like, for me, authenticity is huge. Yeah, I think, oh, go ahead. No, I was just agreeing with her, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, but what I was going to say was the... I, th- I feel like the whole, um, like, kind of Kendrick's, like, not succumbing to, like, industry standards and, like, just the industry in general. I think it's... He does it so, like, gracefully that it's so... Um, that he's able, still able to succeed. And, I mean, you see him at, like, all these Grammys and all this and that. Like, you know how Kanye right now is saying kind of, like, fuck the industry, and he's yeah. being kind of blackballed out of that. Like, didn't they, they uninvited him from the Grammys? I mean, he still won, right, Kanye? 
Yeah, he yeah, won but, one thing, but yeah. it like was barely like mainstream. He wasn't he kicked off Coachella too. Yeah. So yeah, and so I think oh, that I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they replaced him with yeah, the weekend. With, with the weekend and Swedish House Mafia, but um, but Kendrick is so his like stance is so neutral, but it's so like he owns all of it, and I like all like or not doesn't own it, but he he's plays such an integral role of everything that they do with. <laughs> Everything that they do with like TDE. He's just not conceited about it. Yeah. And so it's like he does it with such like respect to everyone that I think that's it's so it's like really just beautiful to, to watch. That's what I was going to say. That's um, true. Yeah. You want to talk about next album? Yeah. Well, I was just going to say I don't I'm just going to leave it up to you guys to talk about this one. I love Good Kid Mad City. I just don't. I love it like strictly for the sound. I don't like I didn't know a lot of the backstory about it. Um, I remember you said something last podcast. Like, I didn't even really ever look into... Um, I've never really looked into any of his, like, covers or anything besides to Pimp a Butterfly. Mm-hmm. But I just want to hear your takes on, like, Good Kid, Mad City. And, yeah. like, what it what influence it had on the rest of his career. Yeah, I mean, that's probably my favorite Kendrick album. Um, of all time, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I think it's... I think it's definitely, like... I, I would say it's a top five hip-hop album of all time. That's real. Yeah, and I mean, That's like, I, I don't, I'm not like super keen on any other genres besides like hip hop, R and B, but I think, yeah, that like for me personally, that's like a top five album of all time. And back to what you were saying about the cover of it, there's um, well the I think is the deluxe the one with with the deluxe with the car. The, car, the yeah. deluxe has the car. Yeah, with the van. Yeah, yeah. this is Mama's van. Yeah, the original cover is of. Um, it's his dad, or it's his his uncle and some and his dad, I think, at the table with him as a baby. And there's like the the forties next to the baby bottle, and it's a real photo. But I think that's just like so symbolic of how the um how the album is like shaped, or like the the theme of it is that like yeah. he's like this like kid, and he was kind of just thrown into this whole culture of like gang violence and and just like violence and like chaos and he's still, like, so, like, prolific as an artist and as just, like, a person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you know, cover art, I, I mean, I, I mean, as a musician, I pay attention to cover art. Yeah. Uh, cover art tells the story. I mean, you look at a book, don't judge a book off its cover, but, you know, mm-hmm. but you if, you, if, you ha- if you have an album, you, you need to draw the listener in. You need to show them what they're about to listen to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That cover specifically... I mean the 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 van thing that's classic that's a, that's a staple yeah. but the one where he's a baby whatever that paints a perfect picture of what you're about to listen to. Yeah, for sure. I just think he did a great job at that. Yeah. I mean that was whoever took that picture should have got paid, bro. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. No, that, yeah, that well, cuz he he talks about that van in a song where you know yeah. he goes through the line by line where he's like I took a right then I took a left. You know, his auntie called him and I forget what was the line. It was um Saying she need to bring the he need to bring the uh, car back so she can go get some food for the kids or something. Yeah, she was or something. but he was yeah. he was like hitting the lick or something, and he was like, yeah. "Little did she know what I was up to." Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that yeah, that's just yeah, it's so classic. It's you know, it's, it's you know there was uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna cut you off. Oh no, you're sure. So a lot of the uh, if you just if you just listen like how she was talking about uh, the sounds. I don't remember what song it is, bro, but you can hear him, like, riding a bike down the street. You know what I'm talking about or no? No. 
You can hear it. Bro, you got bro, yeah, you can hear it. Like, you know when you're riding a bike and then you hear like the, the spokes going? Yeah. Or yeah, whatever yeah. that is. Yeah. yeah. If you listen like really closely, you hear them riding down the street. And I've never heard that. I listen That's to this album. I love when did, I, when did it come out? Detail. I was talking about that um the other wait, day. Wait, what did you say? I just I just said when did the album come out? Cause I mean oh. I've listened to it since it dropped and I just noticed that last year. No, tw- no, twenty twenty fourteen, twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. I was close. Okay. Oh, yeah. Twenty twelve. Wow, this is the tenth year. Yeah, that's ten years. Wow. That's crazy. It's been a whole decade. Um I was talking about this the other day. Like, I think little ad libs like Bed, uh, like the um, bed frame, like squeak sounds and yeah. songs, yeah. like mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, like I, I, like I definitely probably noticed like the bike spokes, but like um, I think it's so like simple, but it adds so much to like the storytelling so of the song. So much, so much, and it's such a simple thing to do too. Yeah, I think it, it makes it for Kendrick because I, I always view his bodies of work as kind of like it's almost like cinema. Cinematic. Cinematic. Is that what's the word? Cinematic. Yeah, but what is like cinematic? Cinematic. 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 What the fuck did I say? We're idiots. Cinnamon apple swirl. Cinnamon apple chips. Yeah, no, but um, yeah, no. I feel like his albums are so cinematic, and I feel like there, there's. So much, like like you just said with the bikes, it's so much detail that's put into it, so that you can really like it, he just paints such a clear picture, and you know about exactly to say, what's happening. Vivid picture, bro. Yeah, you crazy. can do so much with sound. I mean, everybody. I think nowadays everybody's more focused on like auto tune and yeah. stuff like that. Like Nobody that. pays attention to the background, bro. And that can that can make a masterpiece. Yeah, you know? yeah, definitely. I, I think with certain types of genres, like you could sit there and close your eyes and start visualizing what the music feels like. Um, mm-hmm. But with with certain rappers that are in modern day, it's just like, okay, how hard does this 808 go? Am I going to get someone's head to bump? But with Kendrick, it's like a mix of both worlds. And when I when I say that, there's a sample that he takes from the recipe from Meet the Frownies, <laughs> a small indie rock band, and him and Dre sample that song and it's it's a great song but that's an example of him like stepping into different genres in which you can close your eyes and see some of the music and kendrick realized this kendrick used that and you know rapped on top of it that's what i was i was saying this before we started potting like he has such underrated samples and especially that's the only thing that i really know about mad city i i might be wrong it might be another one but i think he uh sampled a kanye song but the one that I thought was so insane was that he sampled Beach House. Like, this... Yes. Like, right in um, So, on uh, Beach House is, like, you would never imagine that... So, it's this song. Yeah. Yeah. I hear it so clearly now. Like is when this is that from yeah, the- so, yeah. so I so I Is that I from asked, Depression Cherry? Um Ryan. Is it a red album? No 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 no. Oh. Um so I asked Ryan to tell me like what it was from and he couldn't tell me. And I couldn't figure it out either until my friend told me. But it's 
Wow. Crazy. Check out check out Meet the Frownies and play that real quick. Crazy. So what? they they um they they it's, it's a sample from the album. I think oh, they flipped okay. they flipped the they reversed it, I'm pretty sure, and then sped it up. Um but I think samples that like are from completely different genres are like the coolest shit ever. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I think that's uh, and we talked about it a little bit on our last episode about just like the new wave of like drill music and sampling yeah. pop songs. I hate yeah. drill music, bro. You hate drill music? <laughs> Honestly, bro, I, I kind I kind of second that. You're lying. No, like bro. So, when I, 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 I know Rayon's lying because Rayon always be doing the the aggressive NY head bob when I do the head bob, bob when but Bobby like, comes I, on. You'll never see any of my playlists with drill music. You got the stink face and I never. was playing, I was playing City of Gods. Why, no, you go, you go. Bro, I hate drill music. I hate drill music because I ain't gonna lie, bro. I've tried, look, I'm the type of person, I don't like modern music, like modern hip-hop, for real. There's a very few artists I listen to, and it, I don't know, bro. Like, I give things a chance, but a lot of that shit sound the same, bro. Yeah, it's all the same, but it's, it's to tough. It's so tough. Like, you just gotta hear, when you hear Fabio come on, it, like, puts a certain, like, Oomph in your step, you know. That was like the most Caucasian sounding thing I've ever said. <laughs> Puts a little oomph Flat my step. knee to that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel but... like I, I feel like I'm that guy. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Brother. Like it just, it, it's like it's just... a brother. <laughs> <laughs> it just like hits. You know what I mean? Like when I'm working out, I need drill music. Yeah, you need. You know who like, I? I got Fabio I've Ford, been like, strictly. That pump. I've been strictly listening to like Baby Smooth when working out. Tough. Oh, that's man, it. Crazy. Hey, just, the, that's only him. Just right? Yeah, just him. That's it. Bro, my uh, so my videographer unfortunately is locked up right now, but he he's be tapped in with Baby Smooth and all of them. You know they. I mean, right like right now, I'm not in Detroit. But, yeah. Uh, when I'm in Detroit, bro, I don't be too far from those people. So that's dope. That's kind of crazy that he said that. Yeah. Hey, I was, bro, bro, real, real quick, so... when, she, when she said something about you said you listen to uh. Drill music when you work out? Yeah, yeah. I'm the complete opposite. Like, I'll go listen to Coldplay. No Coldplay? Interesting. What? I swear to God. While you're working out? I sw- yeah, I swear to God. I just, I don't Man, know what? About it. No. I, nah, I, like- I got it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, nah, I feel you, though. I'm, sometimes when I'm hooping and I'm, like, by myself, I'll be listening to, like, Tracy Chapman and, like, uh, I don't know. I don't know why Tracy Chapman was the first thing that came to my head. But a lot of Tracy Chapman, I play like, like all like I'll just like listen to all of his stuff like just like you know like that. This is Tracy Chapman. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. I just play that, and it just like I don't know. It gets me right when I'm like hooping. I think it's so funny. Like when I'll be working out like on like a hardcore like it'll be like an insane push day. Like I'm going crazy. I'm like doing bench press alone. And I'm like, I'm just a little like skinny white girl <laughs> listening to Good Kid, Mad City. Like, yeah. like I'm like, I'm like, I got struggles to like fight right now. Like, <laughs> like these are like, this, yeah, I, I'm lifting the, the sixty bar. pounds. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Man, this Equinox gym is the same thing as Compton. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so man, I'm an Equinox. I don't do it for the gram. I do it for Compton. <laughs> I do it for Equinox. And that bitch is turning up. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, um. Have you ever worked out to backseat freestyle? Oh yeah, obviously. Oh, I, I, I was God. yeah. I feel like everybody's got to do that at least once. Dude, bro. I remember when I was in um, when I was a freshman in high school. We had a we had, we made like a, a baseball montage, 
And it was we talked about this. Once. And it was it was the worst thing that has ever been. Like I hope it never sees the light of day. But it was just like a bunch of videos of us like like throwing the ball. Like it's like all like super staged. Like we're catching it and shit. And we're like like doing all these like slow motion swings and it like it was supposed to look so sick and it looked terrible. Before but it, it was a backseat freestyle. <laughs> Before we get back to albums, workout wise, Meek Mill. Oh yeah. Like he I Meek Mill is also one of my tops top rappers he's also uh, in my top 10 but like i'll listen to like championships like because i also love the eagles and yeah. i'm like i'm part of the team like i'm like something like i'm like a like a third string quarterback when zach i'm working Ertz. out <laughs> she's zach Ertz. <laughs> you know uh, what y'all should do um i mean i have no idea how you're gonna do this but you know the day that y'all graduate y'all should play uh you ever see those graduations where they play dreams and nightmares yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then the whole the whole uh <laughs> School just be turning up. Y'all should do that shit. That'd be crazy. At, North, at Northeast, be crazy. It's, it's just like a bunch of white kids, just like a bunch of computer science majors. Yeah. When I, when I was at when I was at Rolling Loud, I saw this white kid in line um for the like the porter potties. One white kid. He's surrounded by like like at least thirty like thirty like ass Latino woman and he's just singing every word and they were waiting like so intently for him to say the for him to say the N word <laughs> and he just kept on covering his mouth and I was like oh <laughs> this is crazy that's so funny as hell I mean at least he ain't say yeah that is true that is true <laughs> um but yeah nah okay back to <laughs> well, let's get back on track let's uh okay where were we uh, Good Kid Mad City yeah favorite so, song off that um uh, well it's gonna be basic but Probably money trees. Money trees. Yeah. Or no, swimming pools. Swimming pools. Swimming pools. Hold on, real, real quick. If you, I feel like there's no song on this album that can make you quote unquote basic. Yeah, I was about to agree. Yeah, yeah, it's just all yeah. classic. Okay, uh, the reason that I was nervous to say money trees was because it was like a TikTok trend, and that's not why I like oh, it I at all. That. I just uh-huh. know that it went, it was like viral, and I was like, shit, I can't listen to this now because people are gonna think I'm like fake. No, but, but yeah, the album but came right. out in 2012. But that's a classic yeah. album. Right, yeah. yeah. That's a classic TikTok, also, TikTok like, wasn't even a thought. Swimming Pools is, like, kind of, like, a comfort song for me. Yeah, Like, because, like, obviously, like, I can't relate to, like, Struggles in Compton, but, like, I feel like because he's so good at storytelling, a lot of his songs are relatable to, like, any kind of person, no matter where they are or what situation they're in. Yeah. Um, You got, you got a favorite song on that album? I know it's hard, bro. Cause <laughs> matter of fact, wait real quick. I know, as at least as of right now, bro. Sing about me. I'm dying oh, of crazy. thirst. Is definitely. I mean, I don't know if you could count that as two or one, but that is an incredible song. Or bitch, don't kill my vibe. I've been listening to that. Bitch, don't kill my vibe. Yeah, is bitch, don't kill my vibe is on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's, it's on. Not. It's on there in the on a deluxe version. It's oh, still, that's right. Yeah. That's right. With Jay Z. I actually yeah. sampled that on my new mixtape, which is crazy. Oh, for real? Yeah, we sampled that shit. What is it playing? <laughs> That's me playing, playing. <laughs> oh. Oh, I was supposed to say, I was like, what is that? Um, nah, my favorite. You got a favorite? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to play the sample to it. I'm going to make you guys make you guys guess what the song is. Wouldn't you already tell us what it was? No. <laughs> no. I can't hear it. Mm-hmm. 
What is it? Is that the recipe? Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. That was good. What was that song? Uh, Meet the Frownies by Mr. Oh, Twin Sister. Yeah. Yeah, that's fire. That's fire. Um, uh, my, Black I got Boy t- Fly is also another one that's one of my favorites. What do you say? Black Boy Fly. Was that on the Deluxe or was that... I think that's Deluxe. Are we talking about the Deluxe or are we just talking about... The- I was just talking about it like as a whole. Because yeah. I got one, I so got one off included. the Deluxe and one off the, the original. But my favorite one off the original... Gotta be poetic justice. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Yeah, that song's yeah, really so that crazy. The song's so crazy, and that song actually reminds me a lot about your music. You know, I was always bumping rivers. I feel that actually. When I when I was when I was all throughout high school and still, I've always bumped rivers, and for some reason, that just reminds me of poetic justice. Yeah, I could I could see why you said that. I think somebody else told me that same thing, which is kind of funny. Yeah, I'm, I we, I feel like we talked about it on on our interview a while back. Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hold on, I'm gonna play I'm gonna play Rivers for the one time. Um, Man, I ain't heard this song in a minute. For real? You don't be you don't be playing your own music? So when Nightmare Pro first came out, uh, I played it I played it all the time. But then when I started working on like I'm working on three projects at once, bro. So, yeah. Damn. I'm playing all that other shit, but that I'm, I am gonna send you that song. I'm gonna text it to you that we sampled. Bitch, so can my vibe. It's not done, but I want to know what you think. Bad, bad, bad. This is Rivers by Chase the Ellis, Nightmare Park. Right, I'll skip a little into it. See, it, it has the same. It has the same vibe. You know what I mean? I see you. I see you saying. Like yeah, no, that song's so tough. That's fire. Yeah, and then my favorite song off the deluxe is, I actually don't even know the name of it, but it, it's it, it's I think it's Now or Never, Mary J. Blige. Yeah, bro, that song's crazy. I definitely just back to working out. I definitely listen to that working out. Yeah, <laughs> like, nah, that's, all that's, the time. no, Mary J. Blige. Anything she touches is just gold. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, you ain't lying. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right, go ahead. Next one. Pimple Butterfly. That's my favorite album by Kato. That is like, yeah. I think that is such like my dad who like listens to you too has songs that he likes off To Pimple Butterfly. Like that's it cool. is such like an influential album. Oh yeah, no, that's a definitely a classic. I is my favorite song off it. Really? Because it like when I used to like not I, like I'm so like confident and cocky now. Like I, I'm such a like a stupid narcissist. But the <laughs> the song that got me there was I. Like I, if I was ever if I'm ever down, the song that I listen to, I yeah. no matter what, and the it's a great music video too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, incredible. Definitely. But do you like do you like? Cause he actually put out two different versions of I. He got the album version. Yeah. yeah. You have the single version. So which one's your favorite? Okay. Well, when I need to be picked up, I listen to the single because it gets like it's like very concise. If that mm-hmm. makes sense. But when I like when I was on my way here. I was like, let me go through like my favorite songs, and I listened to the album version just because that has more of like a story to it. Yes, yeah, I feel you. I mean, I love you know when he when he first came out with not well not when he first came out, but when he came out with the album version. I tend to play that more just because I'm I'm just I love storytelling. So yeah, I see yeah. what you're saying. For yeah, sure. I agree with that. You got a you got a favorite on it? <sighs> Man, uh, what's the one with the Rhapsody? Um, fuck, I don't know. I don't really even. I don't really even know like the names of songs. 
I mean, Rap, Rhapsody's verse is actually one of my favorites on that project. I'm not gonna lie. Um, yeah, but no, Rhapsody's crazy. That in that uh, hood politics. Oh, hood yeah. politics is crazy. It's a fire. Oh, wait, Complexion. wait. I forgot. Uh, you, you is definitely. Yeah, yeah you's up good. there. I like. All I got, right. I got Mama and I got King Kunta. So King Kunta. King Kunta is crazy. I have a song that I will rock with no matter what time of day, no matter who I'm around. Um, and it's Black of the Berry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, oh, yeah. Black of the yeah, Berry yeah, is one of my favorite songs. To Pimp a Butterfly is one of my favorite projects. Obviously, my favorite album by Kendrick. But Black of the Berry is just an amazing story. It, it feeds off a poem from, like, I don't remember who the, the author was. Is it but, no, no, no. It the the poem is like the sweet of the fruit or the the the, 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 the sweet of the fruit, the black of the berry. Yeah, the sweet of the fruit, the black of the berry. And for our listeners, you can look that up and you'll see the poem. Obviously, Kendrick will show up. But I I used to be so so influenced by that song that like in the eighth grade, our my teacher made me do a presentation about a song, and I did it about like critical race theory and black of the berry to a bunch of eighth graders who eighth yeah like a bunch of eighth graders who like these white boys in Kansas like used to use the n word. So all of them were like, I like that song, so I'm gonna rap it. And so like. It was it was not the right audience, but you know it worked. My teacher was just like, "This kid's different. This kid knows music." But I think it's grown on me because I've I've written essays about it. I've done multiple different different like. Yeah, you time you just did an essay about it in, for your final class, right? Yeah, I also like in I used to do policy debate in high school, and in certain rounds, like instead of speaking, I would just play the entire Black of the Berry song and then sit down and that's use that fine. as a that's constructive so speech. That's oh, that's so crazy! So like they would that's just respond crazy. with like, "Oh, this is not real debate. I'm supposed to talk to you one on one." And I'm like, "If this doesn't talk enough volume, you can see yourself out of the room." Yeah, Damn, right. Damn, he's like, that's yeah. crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's such a rich song. There's there's just so much there's so much depth within it, and I think that I I I have to claim Black of the Berry as my favorite song on that album. Well, yeah. I um I, I could just pick I could just picture Ray on. Yeah. As like what were you like sophomore in high school or something like that? When? When I used to do that? Yeah. Yeah, it was sophomore year. Just like in a full suit. Yeah. Just sitting down at the debate table. And just like playing it off of his iPhone speaker. No, no, I would bring it. I would bring a big speaker, and I wouldn't get up. I would just put it on the table, and like usually you have like a stand where you put your laptop on and like papers. I would just put the speaker up there and replace for myself. Sit down and then just start playing the song. <laughs> like I'll be like, "Is everyone good? Like, are you guys ready?" That's and wild. And I'm like, "Yeah, we're good. Are you gonna stand up?" And then I just start playing the song. You were you were a wild man. It worked. School. It worked. It was. It's, you, you have to art- you have to articulate it correctly, but that song is so powerful. Yeah. yeah, I was looking. I was okay. So, I mean, I'm huge on cover art and um, titles of albums too, just because like, like Chasey had said it before that that you know you kind of want to draw in the consumer. Um, and I was like, what does to pimp a butterfly mean? Because at first I was like, this like it didn't make sense because it's such like a politically charged response yeah. to like racism, police brutality, violence, whatever. Um, but I found out that it's like a parody almost of To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah. But and then um, he had originally named it To Pimp a Caterpillar, and mm-hmm. um, he said that like you know so pimp is like 
it's like an aggressive verb. But um, he was like, I didn't want to say caterpillar. I wanted to say something that's like more beautiful. Yeah. So it's yeah. like butterfly. Um, but I think it's such a great way. Like that is such a, like an ingenious way to encompass the album, especially because, like I was saying before, a lot of his his work doesn't see backlash because of how intelligent the lyrics and the verses are. But I remember seeing, of course, something on like. Fox News or something like that. That was like, oh, like his song "All Right" is like so like. Oh, he sampled like, that. Yeah, and yeah. "All yeah. Right" apparent like someone on. I remember Fox News like said like it's like aggressive and shooting stuff. in the streets. They want to kill a, a popo. One is no, no, no. They want to kill a popo dead in the streets for sure. Yeah, something they, along those and lines. They use that, and then he, yeah. he, I, I saw like he had responded to it in an interview or something, and was like, it, like. The idea is that, like, the song is about, like, we're going to be all right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, it's got nothing to do with violence. And, like, even though he has, like, lyrics that are so real and, unfortunately, like, they're so upsetting, but that it is realistic, I think the title of the album, like, and uh, encompassing lyrics just makes it seem like there's, like, some hope in it. Yeah. And just back to the album cover. Like that album cover, we talked about it on our a couple episodes. One back. of my favorite album it's covers. It's like that album cover is absolutely insane with the, with the like down to the detail with the judge, like the dead judge on the floor. They're in front of where are they in front of? They're in front of the White House, yeah. 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 Um, and then have you seen the that alternative cover that they made with the caterpillar? You know that what's that, what's that book when that everyone reads when they're like little? You know what I mean? Oh, it's like a uh, it's like a drawing. I, of I a, know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. It's like a green and yellow caterpillar. Yeah, like yeah, a yeah. Head. yeah, yeah. And um, I just remember that they they redid that that book cover and made it like to pimp a caterpillar. The very hungry caterpillar. Yeah, the very hungry caterpillar. Yeah. Who writes that? Eric something, right? Uh, I don't know. Actually, it don't even matter. <laughs> it don't even matter. I don't know why we're looking at. Eric Carl, see, I'm I'm on my shit today, um, <laughs> but yeah. And then we were also talking about the um, the music video behind. Uh, it was a leak. What was it called? Dead homies. Yeah. It's one yeah. of the greatest one of the greatest leaks of all time. It's uh, yeah, bro. That shit is crazy. Yeah, it's Kendrick. That that like the vibe of that that video is crazy. The just them bumping like in the um, I don't even know what kind of car that is, but. They got the hydraulics in that bitch, like just going up and down is crazy. Um, and and Chase, you said that's a uh, that's the intro to what music video? Uh, all right. Right, right. right. That is such a good music video. Right. Talk about it. Um, I remember seeing it. I mean, I was still pretty young and get like kind of getting into more of that, but I remember watching it and like the like, I don't know. It's just such um. It's like, like I said before, it's like very, it was like, it, it made me happy to watch, even though there are such like real and sad lyrics. Um, I think like the optimism, like you can almost see it through the music video, especially like with like the levitating and whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought like watching it, um, especially because I'm like very, like kind of, I'm, I'm pretty, I think I am like politically active. Um. And, you know, seeing that, like, there's such, like, a lack of inequality in the world and stuff like that, watching that music video was, like, very hopeful for me. Yeah, for sure. Um, anyone else got any takes on that? 
On the music? Um, on the I'll album? go ahead. Go ahead. Um, not to follow up on what she said, but the song, How Much a Dollar Cost, when yeah. he was talking mm-hmm. about uh, talking to a homeless man, that homeless man ended up being Jesus. Is that, oh, I didn't even pick that up. You didn't know that? No. Go ahead. Talk, yeah, tell bro. us about it. Tell us about it. So, man, because I listened to this on repeat like five times the other day at work. But, I mean, I knew this for a minute. But, yeah, he uh, basically, you know, the homeless man was just asking for a dollar. And Kendrick thought he was going to use the dollar for drugs or whatever. And it was really like like Jesus testing his faith. is like good faith or something. Oh, that's crazy. That's God cool. <laughs> yeah, bro, that's like one of the hardest things I've ever heard. Yeah. yeah. Like, and I, I, once I like heard about that, it made me look at the song completely differently. So next time yeah, you listen to it, keep crazy. it in mind, bro, because it's crazy. Mortal, Mortal Man is the end of it. It's like an eight minute song in the album. And it's mm. a, at the end of it, it's like a three or four minute interview with like Tupac as if he were still alive. And it's Kendrick having this like, discourse with Tupac. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. And that's one of his biggest influences, yeah. yeah. You know, he got that uh, that Tupac vocal. He had to, like, buy it off somebody from, like, Germany. It was, oh, like, uh, in a super old Tupac interview. That's crazy. They, dude, yeah. I swear all the most random people be hiding all, like, the like those hip-hop, like, relics. You know what I mean? Like, right, uh, bro, the gems. You know, Who's that dude, Martin uh, Screlly? Or uh, Martin something? Yeah. The, the yeah, dude that had the Wu-Tang album. The Wu-Tang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Wu-Tang yeah, album. yeah, yeah. He, he, he got locked up for like five, six years or so, for that, really? right? Or something like that. And you know he had uh, the Carter Five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. I, uh... Just this I, um, white dude in like the middle of nowhere. Yeah, bro. Moving on to the Wu-Tang a, album. Dude's a dickhead. Yeah. But, um, yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> Just be, because you're on the fact of uh, hip hop relics, everybody I'm, uh, in here, I'm sure knows Jay Dilla. Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, so my engineer, my engineer, uh, he worked with Big Sean. He used to work with Big Sean when Big Sean was making the Finally Famous mixtapes, and he Crazy. was engineering him and stuff. Crazy. Uh, my engineer also knew Jay Dilla firsthand, and <clears throat> not the MPC that's in the whatever museum Jay Dilla's MPC is. Not that one, but Jay Dilla gave my engineer like his MPC before that one, and my engineer just wow. has it in his basement. That's crazy. He, si- he said he's never gonna give it away. That's just gonna be one of them things that's never gonna see the light of day ever. What? That's insane. What's an NPC? Oh, NPC is that. In- oh, I thought I had mine in here. I think I- mine broke. But uh, it's that you know how Kanye be making beats and be pressing the things. Yeah. The pads? Yeah. 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 That's what an NPC is. Oh, okay. That's that's yeah. insane. That. Yeah, that got to go to a museum or something like that. Well, I mean, you, yeah. you got to hold on to that, for sure. Right. I mean, so Jay Dillard does have that one, but, you know. Yeah. I just, uh, you made me think of that when you said that. Damn. Wow, that's crazy. I, I, I fuck with that. How, like, your engineer, like, the Detroit scene is so, like, tapped in together. You know what I mean? With, it's, like, it, man, you would think, but shit, the music I make is completely different from... From you what, know, what Detroit sounded like. I mean, talking about Baby Smooth or yeah, Baby Face yeah. Ray. You don't listen to any other Detroit artists? Yeah, Baby Face Ray. I don't listen to yeah. like that, but I know Baby Face Ray, 4-2 Doug, ESPG, yeah, all yeah. that. So they all make very, very similar music. And then when you go to the underground, a lot of people just mimic that. 
Yeah. And I'm actually shocked that 4-2 Doug or, you know, anybody else actually made it because that's what the whole city sounds like. I'm not, I'm not joking. I'm, yeah. I'm literally like an oddball in my own city and it's weird, but. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, you're like, you're for real, like, I mean this, like a special talent out of the D, bro. Appreciate like, you. Nah, you, that shit is so crazy, bro. I just remember the first time I heard it, I heard the highest cost. My freshman year of high school. I remember. I remember. I probably hit you up too. I you probably. Yeah, bro. We go way back. Yeah, sure. man. I, I bought a sweatshirt. I bet I posted that on Instagram the other day. I was. I was in. What was that three years ago? I was in Fiji on this. Oh, Fiji. Trip, yeah. <laughs> rocking, yeah. rocking his hoodie, and I still wear. I was wearing it like literally like two, three days ago, something like that. Bro, yeah. I got everybody who's bought one still wears that shit. I was like, damn, yeah, like I was doing park. a good thing. <laughs> yeah, bro, that that Nightmare okay. Park, man. I remember, I remember, I was so geeked when when you sent me those those signed CDs when after we did that interview. You sent oh, you yeah, sent bro, one for me. That was the first time I ever signed anything. Yeah, you sent one for me. You sent you sent one for me. Uh, Whoever your homie was. Yeah, yeah, the the dude that was doing the uh, the visuals, and yeah. Yeah, yeah, and you sent me a couple of them. Man, that was crazy. That was that was yeah, just. Bro. I just remember opening that box. And I was like, "Oh my goodness!" <laughs> I was like, "I yeah, was like, it was like Christmas." <laughs> y'all go to uh, y'all go to Boston University? Nah, we go to Northeastern. Northeastern. So my it- goal, like, not even trying to make this thing about me. I know we like kind of switched over to me real quick. Nah, you good. My goal is definitely do a college tour, bro. So I, I mean, if I make it before y'all graduate, wait, what's y'all graduating class? We're twenty twenty five. I'll be twenty six. Oh, yeah. I got. You're twenty six. Yeah. Five years. Well, wow. I got like three years, so. Yeah, yeah bro. <laughs> it well, definitely happen. Yeah, bro. That's crazy. That'd be so fire if you did a college tour. I know. Um, Taylor Bennett just hit us. Um, hit Northeastern. He's on yeah. a college tour right now. Yeah. Really. Yeah, yeah. and I love Taylor Bennett, dude. They wouldn't let us in because we had backpacks. Really. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, I was just about to ask, how does that, you know, I've never been, I mean, I didn't, I was supposed to go to Michigan State, I ended up not going, but uh, how, uh, how do they even do the concerts at school, like, they just do them outside, or? Uh, right, they, well, for Taylor Bennett, they did it in this, like, little, um, they, stand-up, yeah, it's stand like up a stand-up, yeah, it's, like, kind of like a stand-up comedy show, like, what you would yeah. think that looks like, kind of area, um, okay. Yeah, it's on campus. But I it's... could kind of speak to that. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, yeah, because you've been to a couple of them. Yeah, I, um, I'm i a part of the... I have a radio show. Um, it's, it's We have, like, our own university station. And then we shout have... Out. Um, shout out. Uh, Tunes with Tar. I just had my last episode, but I'll be back next semester. Um, but we also have LMA, which is Live Music Association, and uh, Northeastern Cup. Um, but... We have, it's called After Hours, and it's literally, like, it's half a Starbucks. It's so funny. And then it's half, like, the kind of, like, like you guys said, like, comedy show, like, Mike Stan. But we we get, honestly, Northeastern, we have a lot of, like, music industry um, connections, and we get, like, a lot of uh, pretty good artists to come in, like, a lot of great, like, alternative artists and I know indie Smino, artists. I know Smino was here. Yeah, Smino was here. Why IDK was the Spring was Fest here. so shitty, though? Um, Not well, shitty, but, like. The okay, the thing with that, well, okay, I look, I low key enjoyed the lineup. I okay. like them, but who was on it? Remy Wolf, um, Peachtree Rascals. Peachtree Rascals is like uh the not fucked up version of Brockhampton. Okay. Like they're happy go lucky, <laughs> and they have like, and they have like no like and aren't trying to issues. turn straight yeah. and gay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, and then um, 
And then Quinn 92. And I love Quinn 92. But Wait. there were issues with the um, sound system. And that's, like, what was pissing me off. Just because... I don't know. It's it's like you're not like a like a, a like a, a concert venue that's like always running shows. Like that there's like something that like could break down or something. Like you guys could you you prepared for that. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, we actually got a lot of like pretty good artists in. Yeah, it was dope that Taylor Bennett was here. Yeah. I, I was I was pissed. I didn't get to I mean, see him. I mean, we saw we listened to Corday. Yeah, yeah, we heard Corday. Yeah. We heard Corday speak at um at the. It was, where was cup. It? It was a so like we had we like own a church here like yeah. on campus. It was so random. It was yeah. literally Emma and I just sitting there in a church and YBN Corday being yeah. interviewed by some white just girl. Corday actually. Yeah, cause he left. Oh yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Huh? I'm yeah. so how do you how do you guys feel about um somebody was he was he talking to you guys like trying to like. What was it? It was a Q&A. Okay. It, it, yeah, was it was a like Q&A, a, like a, and then, like, other people could ask questions, yeah. but we were, like, sitting in an audience. There was, like, a moderator, so. Where'd you say that uh, moderator was trash? Awful moderator. She was terrible. The moderator <laughs> awful was terrible. Awful moderator. The moderator came in, like, super dressed professionally, and then popped out with, like, like some, like, Team Jordans. I was yeah. like, I was like, you're <laughs> so wild. I was, I was like, I, I don't even think he ever wore those. <laughs> I was like, so, I don't I was like, those are the the, the new Zions or something yeah. like that. Yeah, and there was not like she she had no flow. It like pissed yeah. me off so much. Like I'm not in that like organization, but I was like, I don't know how you could pick her of all people. She had no flow. She just she would like stop him and then just go to another question, and they were like the fucking most basic questions ever. Yeah. So like, do you like music? Yeah. yeah. What's your favorite genre of music, Corday? Yeah, and he was sitting there like. And a co- yeah, a couple of the questions, he was just like, what? Yeah, he was like, you got to... You know, I wish everybody who asked questions were like Nardwar, bro. Oh, <laughs> I love that Nardwar. That would be awesome. Perfect. That'd be so perfect. I love the compilations. I, I, like, I, like, I like hearing how he... I mean, I, I genuinely don't know how he knows things. I don't know if that's a joke or like somebody actually tells him or he really just finds out somehow. Yeah, I don't no, know him how. and his team artist. actually find yeah, out. Yeah, like, I think they, they like intrusively him. like question yeah. people around their circle. Right, right. I see. I always thought the same thing, but just you know, to get that deep with, because uh, one of y'all said something earlier about you like personality coming Man, from artists. Yeah. yeah. So things like that, I love. Um, also, like you guys ever watch behind the scenes of any of your favorite artists? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Man, like I mean, the last one I watched was I don't know if you guys listen to Kehlani's album. I oh amazing, to it, but oh show. I just I just watched her two behind the scenes videos, and they're super dope. No, Kaylani's so dope as just like a, just like a creative and just a person. Like her aura is just so amazing. Like, and she's she's from the Bay, just like me. So, that's oh I didn't, I didn't yeah know that. she's from Oakland. Um, yeah, her and um so I fuck with Guap Dad so heavy, and his um, he he has some like weird connection to Kaylani. Hers like brother used to date Kaylani something like that, and I don't know if you remember, but Guap Dad used to have these. Um, these like vlog style things called the Falcon something. I don't. I don't remember. I know. I know what you're yeah, talking. You know, about. I, I never watched them, but I know what you're talking. Yeah, it was about. on Revolt, and they used to. Um, and there was one with Kaylani, and it was like just him chilling with Kaylani, and it was just like the sickest thing, just to, like see that behind the scenes thing. Um, okay, but yeah. Let's get back. Let's let's get back to Kendrick. Um, <laughs> man, we're so off track. Um, <laughs> What, what were we talking about? We were talking about to pimp a butterfly. Okay, so then what's next? Is that, is that, that's untitled. Unmastered. Yeah. I. Yeah, we can. I mean, you want to move to? Oh, oh, Emma. Got little B. 
Better be, uh, bro. Yeah. Uh, Not my fault. I I especially appreciated um, when we wait for Emma the the fact that Kendrick not only talks about the like systemic problems within America, um, within North America and within the world, but also specific roots in his heritage within like Zulu nations and certain nations within Africa or South Africa. I think that's especially important. And I really like how Kendrick does that. And yeah. the only other time where I can see it so evident is like whenever I read a book, for example, like Trevor Noah's um I don't know if it's a biography, I forget what it is, but yeah. his his book, you know, goes in depth with that because, you know, he was born and raised in South Africa. But Kendrick explaining this, even labeling some songs like a Zulu nation, I think is is a new perspective that not many are able to one talk about or two are able to educate others that listen to his music or listen to their music within, you know, hip hop. Yeah, no, for sure. And um I just want to say shout out to South Africa. We hit that Top 100 Spotify charts a couple weeks ago. So, oh, the podcast? Yeah, we we were back Let's on go. there. We were back on there. <laughs> we, 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 fell out, we fell out to like 108 at one point, but we're, we're back, like number like 96, something like that. We back, motherfucker. <laughs> um, That's fire. Okay, you, I know your favorite, or not your favorite, but one of your favorite albums is uh, Untitled and Mastered. Oh, oh, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Untitled and Mastered is... Mm. Probably my third, but I just think it's genuinely such an underrated album, and it does not get as much credit as it should. I know people that thoroughly hate the album. Yeah. And I'm just like, you have a bad opinion. Yeah. Like, you're just objectively yeah. wrong. <laughs> my favorite off that is um, Untitled uh, 7. Yeah. I think the album... I'm, it, what year did it... Yeah, 2016, which is the same year. It was, like, the same time-ish that um, The Life of Pablo dropped. Yeah. And that was such, like, a a confident album. And I feel like um, K-Dot dropping this was really interesting to see that he was... He had, like, such a, a chill and, like, calm vibe to it. It was, like, confident but, like, relaxed. Um... But Untitled uh, 7 is another song for me. Like I said, like Swimming Pools was. Um, it's a it, it's like a nice reminder to not be materialistic and whatnot. Um, it's a, it's the lyrics. Er, he has like a lot of repetition. But I think like... Levitate. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wait, is that the song? I actually honestly couldn't tell you any of the... Like, yeah, I can't, I can't tell you. I can't tell you the numbers I'll, I'll or any put, of that. I don't even um, know my Roman numerals like that, so... Yeah, you got me fucked up, Kendrick. <laughs> I think uh, one of my favorite ones were, wasn't it like Swiss Beats Child was on there? On one of the songs? You guys know what I'm talking about? His name was like Egypt or something? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. No, that's that's seven. That's seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I know. He's, <laughs> he's like, okay. Yeah. He's at the, I know, I know Egypt at the, at the end of seven. The But the like main, he might be on another one. I just know the main part of uh, Seven is, like, just Kendrick. But, like, at the end, um, Egypt, like, mentions, like, you know, being from Compton and stuff. Yeah. But mm. this is, this is, a, like, a little snippet of Seven. Oh. This is, this is Levitate. Yeah. Oh. Why don't you just we say it was Levitate? About the same song. I don't know. I <laughs> say, <laughs> wait, we've all been talking about the same song this whole time. Yeah. Untitled but I don't seven. say, I, yeah, no, I say, like, I the too. numbers. Yeah, I, I don't do say, too. like, the. Oh, damn. You. 
She just too advanced for yeah. us, bro. Yeah. Right. Sorry, guys. Oh, oh, that's the that's the name of the song. <laughs> oh, that's supposed to memorize. No, they're not in Roman numerals anymore. Oh, they're not. No, so, on no. Spotify it's, it's just like numbers. Seven. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. But, well, yeah, like, I, still, I still don't know. I like that. I like <laughs> well, I that color count. green. <laughs> well, I can't. I, I agree with like basically. He says like drugs won't get you high. This fame won't. Chains won't. Juice won't. Crew won't. Hate won't. Um, it also says love won't. I don't really agree that like love won't get you as high as this because I think what he, this he's referring to is like the introspection from his lyrics from like high power like whatever. Um, but I think like this could I think because there's such an like an ambigu- ambiguity to it. Um, uh, I don't know. I just feel like this could refer to, like, whatever someone would want, if that makes sense. So, like, I mean, for me, it's just, like, I very much value, like, communication and, like, having these, like, having hard conversations, having, like, like, intellectual conversations, like, what we're doing right now. Um, But I think a lot of people are very materialistic, and a lot of them are, like, um, a lot of them just, a lot of people just, they value money and, like, social media and likes and this and that more than you know actual friendships and relationships and like talking to people and like mm-hmm. the power of love and whatever yeah i yeah. mean kendrick's yeah. kendrick's the homie that like he was raised in compton and still has ties to his compton homies you know whether yeah. they're in whether they're in the gangs or not you see interviews of him just chilling with with literal gang members that he grew up around some of his like best friends and shit and he's not just i live in a i live in a mansion in you know beverly hills or some shit and i don't go back it's like no like i i go back well he's I, a he's a pillar of his community it was yeah the same way that i know we talk a lot about nipsey hustle and his impact on like on, on uh what's it called on south central la but i feel like he's just um kendrick's like a lot of the same yeah and they had that song together on um on Victory Lab dedication, and they just like the just the two of them being pillars of the South Central community. I think is just. I know there was a, um, I forgot what it, was it Pitchfork that did that documentary. That's like a short documentary. You know what I'm talking yep. about? Where yeah. They, they go into the hood. Uh, and they yeah. were in the backyard. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know. Does it? Do any of you listen to West Side Boogie? Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. He's Crazy. actually in that video. He is. Yeah, he's in the back. That's crazy. Westside Boogie, you could hear the that Kendrick influence. Bro. Just yeah, like he, even he down to the tone. Yep, and one of his freestyles, he even said, like one the line was, Shout out Kendrick, that's my idol. I still want your throne. Yeah. Is that yeah. is that expose me? No. No, that was uh no, this was a freestyle. Uh he was on Static Selective's uh radio show. Oh word. Um Shout out he Static freestyled Selective. over sing about me, believe it or not. Oh shit, I didn't hear that. Yeah, That's you gotta crazy. keep that. That's but crazy. Real no, quick, I, I, I want to tap in on what bro said about how he, uh, Kendrick comes back to the, you know, the community and stuff. As somebody who comes from like an area that's like, I, I, I will never, I've never been to Compton, but you know, I come from Detroit. So, do do you think that everybody who comes from like a a a neighborhood that faces crime crazily and stuff like that do you think artists should go back to their city all the time do you lose respect for them if they do if they don't i mean um i think it's a tricky it's a tricky uh scenario i don't think scenario is the right word but it's a tricky predicament because you see like a lot of times like for example again nipsey hustle um you guys like uh what's the name xxx tentacion yeah they, they get gunned down in their neighborhood um 
even when they're trying to do when they're trying to uplift that community. Yeah. yeah. And so honestly, I feel like I, I respect it so much when they do go back and they continue to uplift their community and bring it like Nipsey Hussle was with the um with the Marathon clothing store. I know he was in he was that was like a place where people that were felons and couldn't find jobs, you could mm. you could go work there. You could go work as a security. I know um Excuse me. I know. Um, I know. X X X Tentacion was doing a lot of the same, um, and I just feel like now it's so. It's become like a reoccurring theme of rappers going home, and same thing with uh, with, uh who just passed recently, Young Dolph, mm. right? Yeah. He, yeah, he got killed yeah. in Memphis, right? So I mean, mm-hmm. I think it's it's become such a reoccurring theme that, um, that it's, it's just so hot like yeah. outside that it's just like that you know I, I mean? think for me um it's less about like going back because i mean obviously like i have such privilege that like i i haven't grown i mean i've seen areas like that but i haven't grown up in areas like that um but i feel like no matter what it's always nice to see all kinds of artists pulling their like who got them there and who supported them to get where they've gotten like, pulling them up with them. Yeah. So, like, when it is, you you know, when you have, like, these scenarios where it is dangerous to go back, at least, like, um, you know, because you hear of some artists and some rappers that, like, drop everyone once they get famous. Yeah. And that's, like, like that, if, that, like, what we were talking about, like, personality and stuff, if I, like, were to find out that someone, like, made it out of Compton, let's say, and then, like, just never spoke to those people again, never helped them, like, left them where they were, yeah. especially when, like, you know, they might have not been able to help them, like, financially, but they helped them emotionally, like, and whatever. I think that has more, like, I attribute more of my respect to that, less than, like, physical, physically going back, if that makes sense. Yeah, I, I yeah. can kind of stand behind that. I think that, for me, the answer is a little bit more clear-cut. Um, one being that you don't necessarily have to physically be within your community again. I get it. Like maybe you have ties or ops within that community, for example, like X, but you can reinvest into your community. You can reinvest into local businesses. You can reinvest into the black community in which you support it without being physically there. Um, You know, you should be physically there, I think. But if there are certain restrictions where you think that you might not be safe there, that's perfectly fine. But with people like Kendrick, with people like you were saying X, um, reinvesting in your community, and that can look like different forms of social social programs, social movements, and whatever it may be. For example, I think Lil Baby is not the best example for this, but the fact that he went to marches and he was able to like rally with people, with rally with his community, I think that's important. Yeah, um, I feel like his was on a much wider scale but i i do agree with that yeah i think it is very um paramount to reinvest into into your community whether it be young artists that are up and coming from your same hometown or whether it be you know building a school because it's easier said than done many politicians are like oh i'm from x place i know what the struggle is i will do this for the community if you vote for me it's 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 a form of white validity and i think that a lot of politicians do that but actions 
can be materialized. They can be, they oh, can 100%. look like funding a library or funding after school programs, using your capital and reinvesting that into where you're originally from. Yeah. And for, for me, I was, I was born in Detroit as well. And I think that, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. I moved out when I was young, but my, I have an older brother who actually like, you know, had to, had to deal with all this shit. And I think that his, this is part of which the reason why I have this answer is because of him, because he's mm-hmm. like, yeah. Like you were too young to experience like all this shit, but I went through grade school. I saw all this shit. My best friends, some of them were like low key had parents that were involved in this shit. And I think that for them, it's, it's more so important because you have a tie, you have a dedication to this. You have a, you have a heritage that you have to feed towards and not forget about. You can't just erase it because you have multiple figures in your bank account. Yeah. Yeah. That's real. Um, I mean, I agree with all of your points. Uh, I think that if it if it were me, like I have no, I don't have ops. I you never hear me in a song talking about I have ops, and I'm about to lie. <laughs> I try to be cool, but um, you know, there there are people who do go back to the cities and they just get gunned down for no reason. Yeah, and that that is a uh, you know it's it's one of those. I don't want to call it an irrational fear because it could anything could happen, but it's almost irrational because I don't think it'll happen to me. But that's why that's essentially why I asked the question. Uh, I never asked anybody who wasn't an artist, so mm-hmm. I was trying to see. Like I guess the, uh, I don't know. I was just trying to see your opinion. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, for sure. I was um, I was talking with Joe and Lizzie. Joe and Lizzie are a couple other guys from our podcast. Um, okay. And we were talking about, um, like our our kind of our goals, like just on a ten, like five, ten years down the line type thing. Mm. Um, and we were talking about how one of our biggest goals was to um, start start like a scholarship fund. So I was talking to the, um, my big homie. His name's Jadell, and he has a um, he has a dance convention right now. He's a professional dancer. He's like the coolest guy I've ever met, and That's he. Dope. Yeah, and he so he has a dance convention, and right now they, they work. Um, he call, he gave me a call, and he was like, "Yeah, we we just landed a bunch of like scholarship money, and so we're gonna like be able to put these kids into like um not through not through college, but through like um like setting setting them up with agencies, and mm-hmm. I guess that's like the equivalent to like getting drafted or getting yeah, signed. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I just like I feel like when we reach that level of success, that like. I know we talk a lot about our like our vision for the podcast, but that's like one of the biggest things that I want to do is like start start a scholarship fund and get kids through college and just like kind of give back. And I feel like I feel like what like back to what Rayon said is you can do that from afar and you can do that from right in right in the spot where you grew up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, that, I that think, was I, that was real round. I, I think I like. That. like at, like what you just said like it's so simple but giving back like mm-hmm. no matter what like no i think i mean my my dad is like the one of the greatest men that like i think will ever come into my life and um he grew up in a in a really poor area and really like bad conditions and like you know he worked his ass off and now he like he's a lawyer like he makes great money like he takes care of you know like his kids like i am so like beyond grateful for everything that he's done for me but he still taught me that, like, the biggest thing in life is, like, helping other people, giving back. And, like, I don't know. 
I think he's taught me that you can also find happiness like within yourself mm-hmm. by giving back to other people. Yeah, for sure. So like seeing that he's done that stuff. Um and you know, it's just he's just a dad from like New Jersey. But um then you put that on a bigger scale where like there are people that actually have like huge platforms, like all different kinds of artists and celebrities and whatnot. Um I think the biggest thing is like being able to give back because you have people like my dad who aren't as rich or famous that still, you know, go out and help people in like, you know, like poor cities of like New Jersey, whatever. And then like you have celebrities that like don't like are like complete assholes and don't do anything for like even the communities that they're living in now, like, you know, like gentrified areas and stuff. I don't know. I feel like it just says a lot about the person. And that's like what I was saying before. Like, it just goes back that like, that's why I respect Kendrick. Like, yeah. because he's able to go back, you know, and, and see people and, like, still recognize him and stuff like that. Yeah, his print is very much left all over the city. Yeah. Like, even look at him, man. Oh, no. I I, I had another person that I was going to say exemplifies that, like, giving back kind of um, to their community. And that's Cole Bennett. I yeah, think he's, I like, love Cole Bennett. I see it all over the place. He has every beginning of the school year, there's a backpack drive, Christmas toy drive, Thanksgiving turkey drive. Um. He just like does so much for the city of Chicago that, um, that I feel like him and Chance the Rapper, yeah, both of them, crazy for their community. Um, and yeah, is so he just, the lyrical lemonade guy? Yeah, he yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Go ahead, Ray. I forgot what the thought I was gonna say before that, but after you said that, like, it it brings up <clears throat> LeBron for me. Yeah. Yeah. Like, look at LeBron reinvesting in his community. I don't know how to pronounce it, but A-K-O-N. Akron. Akron. Akron or Akron? Akron. Akron, Akron Ohio. Um, and you can, you can see that. He's literally building physical buildings <laughs> so people can get educated. He's reinvesting. That that, that's just a form of how you can reinvest in your community. And I think a lot of people do this. And, you know, a lot of artists, a lot of wealthy people, or even just people on the daily basis, do this behind the scenes. It's not something where you post on your Instagram, I just donated X amount, so I should feel good about this, and you should too. It's more so you feel good about it when you're doing it behind the scenes because you know it's real, authentic, genuine love for, you know, people. It's it's not, I'm doing it so I can feel fulfilled. It's I get gratitude from helping others. Yeah, you and know, I, I was uh, I was actually going to touch on that before you even said it. Um, I think a lot of artists or or anybody you could be a professional sports player, whatever you do, that do things like that behind the scenes. I definitely think it's more genuine. But I've been starting to realize lately that a lot of it could also be for like get, think of any artist and they could be doing it for like an album rollout, which I I think that's kind of lame. Yeah, it's corny. Yeah. It's corny. But but. I used to think people, every single person who did that and recorded it, I thought that was the lamest thing to do. I just, I kind of had a slightly different outlook on it. It's still lame, though. It's yeah. Lame. I mean, I, I gotta take it for yeah, at the same time, in contrast, that it's still like they are still giving back. But I mean, like, it's just not as authentic as people that do it behind the scenes. You know what I mean? Before yeah. we, like, continue. Yeah, we gotta keep going with it. <laughs> um, I wanna, like, a little shout out the electronic dance. Um, music community, like EDM artists. <laughs> you spelled it out for us. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. My I said it to my sister the other day, and she was like, "Everyone thinks if you." She was like, "Cause my sister works in the EDM industry." She was like, "If you say EDM, it's cringe." And I was like, "Sorry, Caroline." Oh. Yeah. Wait, so, what does EDM stand for? Electronic dance, dance music. Okay. 
but those artists, like, a lot of them, like, um, I know Deadmau, uh, he donated a lot of his stuff to, like, um, arts programs in low-income communities. This guy, like, Michael Bruin, um, is from, I think, like, the DR or something, and he donated all of his money to, um, Haiti. And then, like, there's, uh, this group, uh, it's two guys, Big Gigantic, they donated every penny that they made from um, one of their, I think it was like Brighter Than Future or something. One of their tours, they donated every penny from ticket sales to, um, uh, it was to this group that they had created. And it was, they're big, gigantic. So it, I think it was called Big Gigantic Foundation. And then it was just like packaging up like backpacks and um, creating uh different kinds of organizations for music and sports and whatever in low-income communities. And I think, like, I don't know, because a lot of people don't know that about, like, the electronic community. The EDM community. Yeah, the EDM community. <laughs> you can say it. <laughs> um, that, like, they're, like, very, very giving to each other. And, like, I don't know. I just thought of that when we were talking about, like, giving back yeah, and stuff. Yeah, I thought that. But, um... Yeah, well, what we got next? <laughs> Untitled Master, Damn. Yeah, we got damn. My favorite. That's my Wait, favorite Kendrick album. That's yeah, yours. Favorite Kendrick album. One of my favorite albums of all time. A hundred percent. Really? Okay. okay. It was. I mean, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. Um, I don't. I think the. I mean, like that's what I was saying when we started with like, OD. Like the themes from OD carry on to damn. Like mm-hmm. so, so, so easily. There were some songs that. I don't know. I mean, we also talked about like the music videos. Humble. Was another. That's another. Like, but so many of his songs are like, like songs that um, reassure, like, myself and and you know my thoughts about myself and confidence and whatever and like yeah, you know. Confidence. He said, "Bitch, be humble." And you said, "Nah, sit the, down." No, no. Well, oh yeah, no. Sometimes when I do get cocky, I'm like, maybe I should be humble. <laughs> but um, what's the lyric? It's like, oh, I'm so fucking sick and tired of that Photoshop. So show me something natural. Like Afro and some stretch marks. Yeah, like Afro and some stretch marks. And then the music video like has that in there. Um, I don't know. I just feel like, like especially like what I was saying, like even though I'm not from a community like that, like people, you know, like I get I get insecure about stupid shit, like you know acne or like stretch marks. Mm-hmm. And then like you hear someone like Kendrick fucking Lamar make a song and and mention that. I don't know. I think that that's like. That was really impactful for me. But a lot of the songs carry on with the ideas of, like, um, retaliating against, like, political violence and, um, like, different disparities and inequalities in America. Uh, And I just think it's, like, a... It's just, like, about, like, the... the, If you analyze the album, it's, like, very religious and about, like, the damnation Mm -hmm. of... Um, religion and you know sentence and whatever I just think it's like beautifully beautifully created and put together I think it's just a that the one standout song or like all the songs are crazy on that like you can listen to that whole album front to back and it feels like one like long ass song yeah but the one song that sticks out to me on that album is uh, Duckworth that mm-hmm. song that the storytelling yeah it's the last one where that's we talked about yeah. yeah, so talks about the pop and, uh, and Top Dog you want to play a snippet? Yeah. All right, go ahead. Um, you ready? Mm-hmm. All right. Until I found you. 
That, that classic. You gotta fade out of it. You gotta make it cleaner. My no, fault. No, I don't, I don't <laughs> um, be mixing the songs. <laughs> no, um, but yeah, no, the storytelling on that song is crazy. So he talks a lot about, or well, he tells the story of how um, Top Dog, the owner of um, TDE, his, his label, um, was planning on robbing this KFC that his dad worked at, that Kendrick's dad worked at. And Kendrick's dad was like real cool with him. And um, he like, they just became friends, and Top Dog never ended up um, robbing it. And so, like, that, why, why didn't he rob it? Because he was cool, because Kendrick's dad was cool with him. Yeah, but there's a specific reason why he was cool with him. You gave him free fried chicken? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's, that's, that, was all, that was all wrapped into it being, him being cool. Um, but he, um, and yeah, and so he, he said that he would have um, grown up without a father if Top Dog had, had robbed the... No, I think he would not have been born. No, he said I would have grown up without a father and died in a gunfight. And that's how it ends. No. Yeah, but that song. Do you guys have a favorite favorite track? Yeah, that's my favorite track, and Element. Element just goes crazy. Element. Element just goes crazy. What about you, Rayon? Uh, this is a little bit harder because I like Damn a lot. It's my second favorite album, or it's third favorite album from Kendrick. I would probably have to say Element. Element. Yeah. What about you, Chasey? Uh, this is also hard for me. I mean, Duckworth is my favorite, but Damn is actually my least favorite Kendrick album. Really? I know. See, I know that Damn is the most critically acclaimed. I was about right? to say. I was yeah. about to say. But Good Kid, Mad City is my favorite, and then To Pimple Butterfly though is his greatest album. Yep. Yeah. I know that. Yeah. But yeah, uh, um, Damn, Damn is just. You know, I like it. I uh, I just played it recently, literally the other day. Um, I haven't listened to it in so long, but I just, I don't know. I don't know. It, don't get me wrong. It's great. It's really great, but it just doesn't hit me like the other ones do. I did have a new respect for it, though, listening to it uh, again. You know how you listen to something after like a long time and yeah. then you can catch yeah. certain lines? Yeah. So that's what that's what kind of happened this time. It gave me a new respect for it, but uh, there's not too much on there. I think the, uh, what you said, the Triple X song... Yeah, it has you two on it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that might be my other, uh, my other one, my other favorite on there. I also love Pride. That song, all of them are crazy. That whole album is so crazy to me. That whole album goes crazy. Um, I think Triple X is my favorite. Yeah. It's. I think it's. Well, I mean, I think well, Humble definitely has uh, my. I, I think my. I think like I always have like I think Spoon Butterfly is his best album. But I always have like my fav my favorite songs, my favorite albums, and then my best songs, best albums. Mm -hmm. Like my favorites would probably be like Triple X, Humble, and probably Love. I I feel like like for me is Love the one with Rihanna or that's the one with Zakari and yeah, Rihanna and, is and loyalty. Loyalty, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and honestly, like well, now that you say loyalty, but love loyalty, and loyalty, loyalty. <laughs> love and and um, XXX for me is like. Because I'm so big on like um protecting the people that I love and like being there for the people that I mm -hmm. love and my 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 community, like my friends, family, like relationships, whatever. And like I feel like on those songs, you know, it's like what you would do for the people that you love mm -hmm. and that's like why I feel like those hit so hard for me. But I think I think XXX is just like it's one of my favorite songs of all time. It is just I feel like it's so 
like so well produced, so lyrically strong. I think having you two as a sample was just so like smart. I think that probably is my favorite. Yeah. And one of the best on the album. Yeah, sure. Um, you want Element to- is a good one to work out to. Oh, yeah, of course. Go ahead, and then I'm going to... Yeah, so I was just in the background, like, listening to, like, the start of every song just to, like, kind of, like, refresh my memory of Dan. And I think I have to take back my favorite song of the album. I said Element earlier, but I think it's either DNA or Lust. Lust. And I think I'm leaning Five. more towards Lust. DNA is is a great song yeah. too. Yeah, DNA is great, and that video is crazy. Who's in that yeah. video? Is that Don Cheadle? Right? Yeah. Don Cheadle in the video? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Is that is that the one where he had uh, the interrogation like people, room? Is which one was the one where the people's heads were on fire? That's humble. That's humble. That's humble. Oh, okay, that was one of the coldest music videos I've ever seen. In my oh life. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Oh yeah, wait, like they have like the that's. He's got the scene with like the Last Supper, right? Yeah. And yeah. all the rappers. Yeah. yeah. I like that. I feel like I always watch that, and I was like, holy! Like I was probably like like high watching it, like holy <laughs> shit! Like what is going on? No, that no, that that damn album is so good. I just remember I was we were what eighth grade when that came out. I just remember so vividly, just like we used to bike around a lot in um in middle school, and we would just bike around to that. We had the like the little portable speaker. And we would bump around to that, and we used to play, um, fuck, what was the song? It was um, FaceTime by 21 Savage. Mm. <laughs> For some reason, those two are, like, synonymous it's in my brain. It's a knife. Um, <laughs> those two are just synonymous in my brain. It's, it's funny that you said that you guys would bike around, because I was thinking, like, I usually remember, like, the first time that I've listened to, like, some of my favorite albums, and the only, before, like, I had Spotify and, um... Like, you, you know, you still had to, like, pay for, like, actual songs or yeah. albums, like, on its own. Yeah. I, um, I rode my bike six miles to get, um... Damn, six miles? Six miles. To a Walmart? To get, no, to a Walgreens to get a gift card uh. to get Damn and, um, Flower Boy. Those are the two albums oh, that, yeah, like, I, I, Is I, that like, when Flower Boy came out? Yeah. Yeah, like, the same, was, I, I don't huh. know if it was the same summer, but it might have been Yeah, the, same summer. Same yeah, summer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um... But I didn't even like that album, but I remember I, that. Both times I was down the shore. I mean, that, that was a big album for me too, just like, because, like for personal reasons. Well, you're big I feel on like. Tyler. Yeah, yeah, I am. Um, but I remember like being down the shore. I would take my bike out. Like literally, it was like I I went to sleep. Album dropped. Woke up at like five or six in the morning. Biked, came back, and my dad was like. Who's like, oh, you and your you and your rap music, and I was like, yes, six <laughs> miles, that's crazy. Yeah, six for dedication. That's crazy. Um, okay, before we talk about what we're thinking about for the new album, mm-hmm. um, favorite Kendrick verse. Oh shit. Um, Yo, I I already know. I got two. I, I got two. Is it? Does it have to be? Does it have to be one of his songs? No, no, bro. Yeah. This man's collab on with the with Pusha T, bro. Oh, on a, is it Nostalgia? Yeah, yeah. bro. That is one Crazy. of the hardest things I've ever heard in my entire life. And what was the, uh, he did another one. I think it was the That Part remix. Yeah, you took mine. The Black Hippie remix. Yeah, yeah. That Part, oh, Black yeah. Hippie remix. That was crazy. 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 Insane. My, my favorite, it's a, it's a, I feel like it's a cult classic. It's a, the Control, Big Sean Control. Um, Kendrick, 
Or is Big Sean, Kendrick, and who? Jay Electronica? That just, that, he just tears apart everyone. Hold on, hold on. Let's talk about this for a second. Because everybody goes, and I love Kendrick Lamar, okay? This is not a hometown bias or nothing. Oh, it's for sure hometown bias. Big Sean from Detroit. (laughs) Look, look. Big Sean killed Kendrick on that track. And listen to me. The only reason why I say that is because Kendrick's entire verse, don't get me wrong, is fire. But the hype behind Kendrick's verse is because he was taking shots at everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. No, I, I do agree that. Big Sean's verse. Big like, Sean's verse Big is Sean crazy. He went, killed, he ate. He killed he Kendrick. Ate. I'm not yeah. going to lie. He ate. Well, they all killed. They all smoked that song. Yeah. Because Jay Electronic yeah. comes in the band crazy. But, yeah, no, I do agree with you. But I just think that the the sentiment and the hype of him dissing Big Sean on his own <laughs> on his own song is just absolutely insane. And then, but Big Sean Bro, came back crazy. with a what did he come back with? He hit him with a no more interviews. Yeah, and that was like that was like, like ah. that song, but like come on, that bro. was like ah. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, that that's one of those verses where it will go down in history as one of those things that you just can't top. You can't top that Kendrick that specific Kendrick verse. I I don't know how anybody on that he dissed was going to respond to that in a way where it was like, oh shit, that's better than what Kendrick said. Yeah. That was just that was an everyone. untouchable verse. Yeah, he cooked yeah, everybody. Put that boy Lil Pump I, in I, the stew. He did <laughs> he did not he didn't say anything about Lil Pump. No, I, I didn't say oh. that. Oh. <laughs> you said put you said put that boy Lil Pump in the stew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> you didn't get the I joke, bro. Pump. I didn't no, I, I, I knew what you were talking about. Yeah. I, I met Lil Pump once. I'm sorry. Absolutely. I am sorry for I you. Hate, I was. I hated that experience. What did it he was, say? He definitely. I no, he like was like a pump. dick. He was. A, he was. That's absolute, not a surprise to me. He was an absolute like, dick, and like I didn't. I was like again, like I'm like just like a little white girl. Like I didn't want to like. I was like just trying to be like nice, whatever. But like all I wanted to say was like you cannot have like like the audacity you have to be such an asshole for such shitty verses and music is like so fucking annoying to me. Yeah, he was he was wilding. Remember that fuck J Cole thing that he started? Yeah, and yeah. then and then J Cole dropped in 1985. Yeah, but he, he also was... sat down and talked to the dude. Yeah. Oh my god, I have never seen J Cole is like just so articulate. Yes. And Lil yes. Pump can't even enunciate like a word. That to was say insane. I love that. That interview was crazy. What's yours? What's it, your verse? Oh wait, go ahead. Now, Chasey, go for oh, it. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. All right, it's like a chunk. It's not like just a line, and I'm I'm gonna like no, dissect. the verse. Are you gonna read the full verse? Yeah, and I was gonna dissect it. All right. <laughs> oh God, let hey, me. I'm just trying to educate <laughs> the youth out here. We are. No, I hey, bro, run it, bro. <laughs> I I um. You hate me, don't you? You hate my people. Your plan is to terminate my culture. culture. You're fucking evil. I want you to recognize that I'm a proud monkey. You vandalize my perception but can't take style from me. And all is more than a confession. I mean, I might press the button just just so you know my discretion. And then it skips to the blacker the berry, the sweeter the juice. The blacker blacker the berry, the bigger I shoot. Um... This is something I would look forward to every single round where I'd read arguments like this just to see the terror in white people's faces, whether they're a judge or my opponent, because they, one, don't know how to grapple with the content that's being thrown at them. But also, two, it's like they don't know how to relate to it. And I, as a non-black individual, don't know how to fully interact with it. But as a person of color, I know it to a certain extent. And when he says your plan is to terminate my culture – it's pretty clear what he means by that. 
When he says that I want you to recognize that I'm a proud monkey, we know what that means. When he says you're uh, you vandalized my perception but can't take style from me, white culture is just based on stealing black culture. It's based on stealing black artistic thought throughout history. It's not even just black thought. It's it's a mix of every other than white culture. And I think that this this line, these lines really stick out to me. And I think that Kendrick whether you go line by line or word by word, his 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 lyrics just hold so much value, hold so much deeper meaning to it. And where I could sit here and talk about it for an hour, just those four sentences. Yeah, that's yeah. that's super real. And I, I kind of want to piggyback off of that, not really off of the song, but just like sitting here with y'all, uh, I've, I've realized a lot of y'all, I mean, all of you relate to, even though you, you aren't, you know, either black or a person of color you still relate to everything that Kendrick's saying and I'm sure that happens for like other artists that y'all listen to and everything but that's just the most powerful thing about music because you just insert yourself into the picture even if they're specifically talking about you know black people or whatever you know uh race they are uh you could still you can still just put yourself in the picture and relate to it immensely like it was happening to you I just think that's super dope yeah I think that's like, I mean, that's like a huge, like, that for a lot of artists, I feel like is the point of music. Like, no matter what they're talking about, like, if they're talking about, like, gender inequality, like, I don't know, like, 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 orientation inequality, like, race inequality, whatever. Um, I think, like, a lot, you know, it's a lot of it is, like, spreading awareness and, like, like, uniting communities and whatnot. Um, But... I like that you pointed that verse out because I feel like, again, like like what you were saying, like even though like I am like you know a white girl, like I feel like it's like it's a lot of it is like education mm-hmm. and education in, a, in in a form that's actually going to stick with me. Yeah, exactly. Rather than like exactly. you know sitting behind, sitting in a desk learning about it. Yeah, and you know what Rayan no. said too. Oh my fault. You go ahead. No, I was just gonna say that that's just uh, a lot of people don't pick up on those on those little bits of information and that's why we don't all think the same not saying that we're all going to think the same on every single thing that's literally impossible but a lot of artists is like you know uh of course like kendrick are trying to spread a message and it's a positive message and a lot of people just pick up on it through the music but not everybody's going to pick up on those things uh just because they're biased on their own views yeah um what i was gonna say was what ran when Ram was reading that off, he was saying, like, we know what that means. We know what that means. And I feel like that's what that's like such a talent that Kendrick has is to be able to say something and you know it like without saying it. You know, yes, I mean? yeah, and, like, yeah, everything yeah. is so crystal clear. It's so metaphorical. Yeah. When he, it's just so it's just and it, like you said, it sticks to your head because it's like it's so powerful. And I think that just makes Kendrick Kendrick. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, all right. But let's go. Uh, we did. Best verses. Oh, I didn't, did I even talk about when I saw him in his no, performances? No, 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 oh. We haven't talked about performances. Oh, shit. This is about to be a long-ass episode. Um, um, but, yeah, no. So, I saw Kendrick on his damn tour with Travis and uh, and Dram. And Kendrick's performance... I, I went with my cousins, and it was just, like, the craziest concert I've ever been to. Because he just... What are you... Oh, okay. Um, he... He's so talented at like performing, like his breath control. He he he's running around the stage doing kung fu moves. 
Because that was like really the... Kung Fu Kenny. Yeah, that was really like the... I don't... I feel like that was kind of like the introduction to Kung Fu Kenny as like an an mm-hmm. era of his music. Um, mm-hmm. And just... I was just like amazed the entire time. And then this was at the show. Um, I know it went viral. It, this was in Oakland. And it went viral because he just cut the song for Humble. And everyone rapped it back. Everybody, bro. I didn't know that was there. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, it was it was the craziest thing. I've I had never seen that for anyone ex- and then I saw it again when I went to New York and saw J. Cole, but the um, then when the, he played uh what's it called? No role models. But other than that Yeah, other than that, it was um that performance was crazy. And I know we talked I don't know how much more time we got, but we talked a lot about um on pre pod like his different performances, like at the Grammy or not the Grammy. No, the yeah, Grammys? no. Yeah, I said I said the Grammys Awards. with um the Grammys with uh Imagine Dragons was yeah. was like and and I I think it said it was like 2013 or 2014. I don't. I was like again. I'm like I'm literally like 11 when I saw that, but that's like something that I remember now that I'm 19. Yeah. Um, yeah. What what year what year was that again? I is think it, it was either 2013 or 2014. The oh, Grammys. Oh wow! Performance. I was like a freshman in high school. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. And then, yeah. and then you said uh, Beyonce with Beyonce at uh, BT. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I vaguely remember remember the performance, but I remember there was water on the stage. That was the first time I've ever seen that. Yeah. The, okay. <laughs> this is another like just super random point. Is the you're gonna enjoy this because I feel like you like them. But the <laughs> the first time I saw like all this water on the stage, it like blew my mind. It was. When Fun performed at the, at the Grammys, do you remember Fun? They did a We they, Are Young. They had the, then they had the pumped up kick song too. What is it? Then they had the song that's pumped young. up kicks too. No, no that's, that's that's House of the People. Oh well, I, I still know the other song you're talking. Yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they did. They, I don't really like Fun like that. No, I fuck with Fun. I we'll, we'll get into that on the next episode. But no, I fuck with them heavy. <laughs> um, but they um, yeah, that was. Yeah, super random. That was the first time I saw them having water on stage, and I was like, "How are they doing that?" It was just like <laughs> raining inside. I was like, I was like probably like ten. I think I probably saw that. Like what the, the hell? <laughs> I, I remember Justin Bieber doing it. Oh, what the hell? But like Justin I, Bieber, I, I like, <laughs> yeah. like you know he didn't think of that. Like oh, you know what I mean? Not. Like that's yeah. why I was like like fun thought of that. Yeah. Like Kendrick thought of that. Yeah. Um. Okay. So t- just to wrap, um, or well, expectations for the new album. Yeah. Let's talk about. Talk about the I'm new excited. Album. So, I don't have any expectations, but I'm excited. So I I read this thing that was um I forgot who wrote it, but they were saying that they think it's gonna be a really reggae inspired album mm. because Mr. Morale and uh and the Big Steppers and they just they they said that it's very similar to like Bob Marley and the what are the, fuck what are they called of oh, his group yeah it, it's it's like all almost all of the reggae bands from a certain era were. Um, like one person and the something. Um, oh, and I thought and that, that was, was really the that way, was also yeah. a lot yeah, for yeah, you know, classic music though, like like classic uh, blues music or jazz music or whatever. They all it would be like yeah, that and, is true. Like Hootie and the Blowfish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, no. So I think, I think either I think I would not be upset at a Kendrick reggae album or a Kendrick blues album. I feel like he already had taps into the, to blues a lot, but I feel like. Hearing Kendrick on some reggae, I remember when I was in Fiji, we were just like straight up just listening to like damn and like. When did you go to Fiji? I told you when I went on a I went on that service trip, when I was a junior in high school. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, we went on a two-week service trip to Fiji. That's dope. Yeah, we were building houses and uh, paving sidewalks and painting community centers and all that. We were all, like, none of... <laughs> I didn't have Spotify Premium at the time, and one of the homies, the only thing he had downloaded was was Damn, because it was, like, it was... It, was, it wasn't, like, super... Um, super new at the time because it was junior year but mm-hmm. but that we were just like playing that non-stop and i could just picture it right now listening to listening to kendrick and fiji over some reggae beats go crazy um, um yeah, that would be pretty funny yeah it, i was just thinking like if it if it's gonna be i didn't know that it was like people were hinting that it might be like reggae mm-hmm. but dropping that you know right in the middle of May, right before summer starts, mm-hmm. like I feel like that's Loki gonna like skyrocket yeah. the streams just because like I'm already thinking about it. Like he's projected to do half of that. Half of that album is going right to like my summer playlist. Like yeah. I, I I love like who doesn't love reggae music in the summer? You well, know what I mean? He's gonna drop some dark shit, and you're just gonna have the worst summer ever. No, no, no. It's I, be, hope like, dark, it's I hope he dark. I hope he drops some dark shit. It's gonna be the darkest lyrics ever on like the happiest reggae beat. Hey man. I- I'll be on the beach. I, like, I like when people do that. I, I do too. That's I do too. I really, yeah. I really hope his new album is just extremely nihilistic. What does that mean? Like dark. Nihilism is like dark. Okay. I hope yeah. I hope people sit and just ponder about their entire life story. <laughs> During the summer, you think? Not. Being I don't give a sand, fuck if it's summer, winter, <laughs> spring, or fall. I want them to sit there and think about it. Okay. I, I also. <laughs> I also heard this um, really interesting. Um, not really theory, but kind of question that came up was, does the title somewhat date his um, the project? Because, you know, like, Big Steppers, that's, like, the big term right now. Um, and I feel like like him using that in the title, does, do you guys think that that dates the, the album at all? I feel, I feel like it shouldn't I date like it too much. I don't but... think so. No? No. What, what do you mean by dated? Like, yeah. Like, um... Like, you know, there are a lot of timeless projects, and I'm trying to think of another example of someone who's, um, who really dated their music. I feel like, like, Soldier Boy, like, uh, like, Kiss Me Through the Phone. Think about how, like, that song, like, it is so, it's such a specific moment in time, because that's when FaceTime came out, right? Oh, Uh, shit, yeah. That's what, okay. So, it, like, kind of encapsulates a moment. Wait, I don't even know that, that FaceTime came out when he made that song. I've. Pick up the phone, Something like baby. that, but it, it like it very much like it's like very much an era of um like it it, it dates it so to say. Um, I, I don't know. I feel like all his music is timeless. Yeah. What is big steppers? You said that's like a big thing now. Is yeah, it's like it's like people that are about it. It's like people that are about it. It's a it's a big West Coast term. Um. Okay. Yeah. 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 Like I'm from the Bay. Like like. I'm glad. I'm glad he asked because I didn't know what it meant. Oh, for real? <laughs> I hear Ryan uses so much. I just kind of like yeah, he's a, he's grew to the vernacular. <laughs> he's a stepper. Like, you know what I mean? Um. But yeah. So I don't know what Mr. Morale is, and we were calling we were calling him Mr. Morale the entire <laughs> pod last last week. Um. Yeah. Did no one know what morale meant? No, I know what morale well, we means. All, yeah. I yeah. Know what I, just, I just read it morale. as morale. <laughs> Cause I was thinking Reggae. Morales, cause I had this um I had this one yard duty teacher who was Mr. Morales, and so I was just reading it as Morales. Did you just say about. yard duty? Yeah, you know like, yard duty like. What is that? What? Like what? Like when people are on like when you're like in elementary school and you're on like recess or lunch. That's the playground, bro. That's not the yard. 
We, we, we didn't really have with the prison. <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> we have no fucking penitentiary. We have the fucking playground. We yes, you did. <laughs> hey, bro. Y'all get, get 10 minutes of yard time. T- damn. I have a quick fact check. Um, Kiss Me Through the ca- Phone came out in 2008, and then FaceTime came out in 2013. Oh, okay. I don't know. I just wanted to clarify okay, that. Well, people like came after you. Oh, good luck, Aaron. But but I, I really good look it out, Aaron. The, when 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 but Ryan yeah, I mean, said no no it's when a ringtone era too. But when you said that like that song, I don't listen to that like when I'm like driving or walking today. You know what I mean? But I, I can I listen, never to, listen to. I can't stand. Like that if I'm song. Gonna, okay, if I'm like like drinking like at a party or something, like then maybe I'll listen to that song. But like you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's a song that's from like the 2000s era. Yeah. But, like Ken- but all of like Kendrick, Kendrick Lamar's music Kendrick, you can't is tell. timeless. Yeah, you can listen timeless. to it whenever, wherever, however. You know what else is timeless music that I've been listening to a lot recently is uh, Smokey Robinson. Mm. Y'all fuck with Smokey yeah, Robinson? A lot. You know, I, I, read a, I read a study recently that said majority of people now listen to, I'm not saying older music as in like decades ago, but a lot of people prefer older music than today's modern music. Yeah, yeah, y'all, definitely. Y'all feel like that too? Because yeah. I feel Hundo like P. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I can always appreciate... Did you say Hundo P? Yeah. <laughs> um, I can always appreciate, like, the evolution of music. Um, but it's, like, I don't know. Like, my, my parents are, we're, like, big on... Like, my I, I feel like I've told you before, my, my pops used to be a rapper. Um, mm-hmm. My dad, he big R and B guy. My, so I grew up on like Gangstar and like Wu Tang. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like even like Eric B and Rakim. Like <laughs> yeah, but even um, I'm even talking about like <clears throat> I'm talking about like early two thousands. Like y'all were talking earlier. Like a lot, some of that stuff is still timeless. You know? Oh yeah, for sure. Or like for sure. early 20, 2010s. I mean like yeah. twenty ten and like two thousand twelve, two thousand thirteen. I can second that. Like I stand behind that. I'd much rather listen to that shit or anything prior to like modern day rap right now. I don't know. I, I yeah. I'm excited for modern day rap though. Like, I I think it depends like on the artist and how they carry themselves. Like at that time, like I feel like the lyrics and the beat, some beats and lyrics and like it always whatever can carry on like like and they will be timeless. But some are just strictly for that moment. Like yeah. the person who came to mind was Drake because there are some oh, Drake yeah. songs that I can listen to from like. His, the beginning of his career, Mom, and I still listen to started from the bottom. Now we so, like I can still listen to them today, but like there are also some songs from him that like they were meant for that year and that year of music, and like that's it. You know yeah. what I mean? You know who dates their music a lot is um, unfortunately the great Fabio Foreign. Yeah, because he oh, just yeah, everything viral movie. Like it's so like like it's just like. I feel like a lot of and... a, most music, like in the past, has been put out like very like recently. Like a lot of mainstream artists mm-hmm. is not going to be timeless. I don't think so either. And but... that is a com- that is one hundred percent fact. I I stand behind that too. Yeah, that's not going to be timeless at all. This but, is garbage. But what um what I was gonna say was that there are certain scenes that I feel like re encapsulate that nostalgic feeling that and mm-hmm. and it almost feels timeless. And I want to. Um, I know we talk about it a lot is, uh, or I talk about it a lot, maybe not even on the pod. I can't remember at this point, but, um, those Griselda guys, you know, you fuck with Griselda, man. See, they, I, I don't listen to Griselda, but I definitely fuck with their, you know, their rap style. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They go so crazy. Like, um, like, uh, what was I going to say? Armani Caesar. Um, she's the, the first lady of Griselda. 
um mm. she goes stupid and she's she just like reminds me of like Lil Kim like um like old Nicki Minaj like they just go mm. crazy and I feel like and then like West Side Gun you know I know Emma loves MF Doom Sounds- love. I love Man. MF Doom as well hey. yeah MF Doom. I think I think that was the first conversation Emma and I had was about no it was about Doom. Cuddy no, oh, no, I think it was about Doom because I slid up on your story. Yes, yeah, because yeah. we, um, uh, I forget what, oh, was this something that I posted about? Oh, the ring. It was the yeah. ring of Doom's Oh, mask. yeah, yeah, I yeah. have, I got a, an MF Doom ring from Germany, actually, from this, this, like, brand that I really like, um, but Doom is, like, oh, like, he's another one of my favorite artists of all time. Like, yeah. he is, like, I feel like, I don't know if Kendrick Lamar has ever said it but i feel like even if it might be subconsciously like a lot of his like lyrical like talent might have come from influences from doom yeah i can see it i can see it yeah Yeah. um and then just to wrap up with the the new album do you what do you think the focus do you think he's coming at like have you heard like all the features that he's been on recently he's like sounds like he's coming for some necks so I was yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah, right. Like uh, the one with Baby Keem. I think he's gonna yeah, shit on. So hard. Yeah. I think he's gonna shit on a lot of rappers, including Kanye, especially Kanye. No, I can't see it. I can't see him shitting on anybody. I feel like he is just at a point where. Do you hear how content he sounded in that letter? With I don't his... think he's gonna shit on anyone specifically. No, but no, I no, definitely he, not specifically. I think he's content, and he's gonna like give his opinions on how the rap industry is is moving while also staying completely like calm and reserved. Yeah. And then features. Who do you think is going to be on it? You he and, and I'm I, I, I will Baby Keem. on it. Well, I, no, well they patched it up. I know. Big Sean and Kendrick but no, that's what I'm saying. Like that yeah. would be crazy. And then um I was going to say that he is um he unlike the the Lord and Savior Jermaine Cole does not have a solo project or a project where he is the only like remember what was that whole meme like he went triple platinum, no, platinum no features. No features. Yeah. yeah 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 so kendrick doesn't have one of those yet you think is that that's what he's gonna go for i heard, Lucky I, heard I could see that i heard thundercat said that he did some work on it but thundercat is they work so, together too but yeah, i feel all, like all yeah. well, okay would that count i feel like thundercat might just be working on like Production. either like instrumentals or product- yeah yeah, yeah. um but I could definitely see like a baby keem on it. I wouldn't I wouldn't I mean I, I think it would be crazy if he had no it no um features, but I feel like you probably will just cuz I mean I don't know. I think I think I mean love like J Cole, but like I think features like it's not something to be like ashamed of or like something that oh, you no, don't want like kind of like that. Like I feel like that's something that like yeah. Kendrick like knows that it's like he's something that he thrives on yeah for sure um and then uh, i oh go ahead go ahead, go ahead oh i was gonna say uh, another person that i want to see him work with is um andre 3000 mm-hmm. oh for sure yes andre yes. oh my goodness that would be i crazy i really hope this entire album just based off the title it reminds me of like like some old school shit um the when you said reggae i couldn't picture it but when I read the title, it reminded me of like some Silk Sonic shit. Yeah. I don't know why, but I mean, Mr. Yeah. Morale and the Big Steppers hearing like him being the for, the foreman and then he has like a group behind him. This reminded me of some some classic stuff. Yeah. 
I I just I hope this dude just goes crazy with just bars the entire time. Me too. That's yeah. how I like Kendrick. Yeah. I expect nonetheless. No, I, I, could, uh, I could see him flipping it up and just going straight up like just all like singing vocals and. Well, not on all the yeah, songs. He's yeah. got it. He's got it. Like spit. Yeah, he'll bar out. That's he'll that's Kendrick. Out. That's his yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. I just I just don't I don't want him to do it. I want him to do it enough. I don't care if he oversaturates with bars. Like I love, I love bars. Oh, he can. But I just, uh, I just hope he gives it a good balance. Features wise, though, I can see Baby Keem on it, one hundred percent. Yeah. I, I hope he doesn't have any features. To be honest, I don't want anybody to be on that bitch. But it is his <laughs> last album. I, with I, it TD, is his last with album TD. with TDE. Oh, I yeah. you think they're gonna feature like some of the some of the homies from the, TDE? The TDE guys. Um, I don't think Isaiah yeah. Rashad will be on it. I don't Q? think he'll be on it. I don't think he will Can be on I it either. Can I ask you guys? Before, I think SZA might be on it. Before we, oh, love, that's my NJ girl. That. It's my NJ girl. Can I ask you guys what your thoughts on Baby Keem are? Yeah. Uh, like I mean, well, yeah, you can definitely ask it, but <laughs> yeah. I, that, that wasn't to, to you asking it. But top I'm not of the like, morning, top of the morning, top. Shut up. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. His, I'm not his. I'm not his biggest fan. Um, I could definitely appreciate his his talent for sure, but I mean, it's just like. It just doesn't hit for me, you know what I mean? Like, but I like I definitely think he's a talented. Me, kid. me either, and that's why I asked. Only because like I, I feel like he gets a lot of um like acclamation or whatever. Because it's, he's Kendrick's cousin. And like I hate to say, I hate to like say that, but like I mean, he said you. it, not me. I just I feel agree like with you. Yeah. His, his most recent album, it was like so so. It felt very like reliant on um. It felt very reliant on Kendrick and, like, almost in the wrong ways. But, like, I mean, again, like, this is just my opinion. But um, I hope Baby Keem is not on it. I <laughs> but I feel like he probably... I don't... I mean, I feel like he probably will be. But. Yeah. Um, who else was signed to PG Lang? Oh, I actually found this out today. I'm only assuming because I went on their... I rarely be on Twitter anymore. I went on their page and... There's this guy named Tana, T-A-N-N-A. Yeah, 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 yeah. I seen that. He's I, more vocals shit. though, like uh, yeah. like singing. I didn't, I didn't really like it, but I just real quick. Um, I also want y'all to remember that Kendrick was on Revenge of the Dreamers. Um, so oh, he was in the studio with Cole. I have no idea if they recorded anything. Um, so that just might be something to think. Wait, was about. he it was he in the studio? I feel like I read something that said that he sent the verse in. He sent it in so, late. So like I I heard Eve. You know, y'all know who Eve is. Yeah. Oh bro? yeah. Shout out Eve, bro. Okay. Okay. So I I if I recall correctly, I could be completely wrong, but Eve said that Kendrick showed up like last minute. Oh. Okay. Like, word. Kind of just like threw that threw that in there. Yeah. But um. For those of you who don't know, Eve is is the um is the president and co-founder of Dreamville with J Cole. Yep, oh shit. Yep, I yeah. Know that. Eve from Queens. Um. <laughs> Um, I just real quick, just to switch topics real quick. I mean, it sounds like we're about to wrap up like really soon. Uh, do y'all have any dream collabs for Kendrick? Dead or alive? Oh, uh, dead or alive? Because I got one. I got one. I love hear it. I, I mean, obviously the Cole. I mean, I didn't think I had to say that, but Cole and Kendrick. Well, he's worked with them before. Right, but like, I, I guess I meant because that collab album that we're probably never ever gonna see. Oh, never, never. I want to see Kendrick collab with Nirvana. Mm. I think that shit would be dope okay. as hell. Yeah, I love. That. <laughs> Ram, I Ram love likes, that you said that. Ram like, likes Nirvana. Sing it, Ram. 
Nah, bruh. I said we watched fucking Batman and ran the entire time. Is going. There's something in my ass. <laughs> it's like a parody of the one song where it's like something's no, yeah, in the air. Um, I'm trying to think who's my dream collab for Kendrick. Um, I don't know. I I liked him and um that 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 Cole. Him and Cole is just so crazy. Um, it's perfect. And and on that uh, I wish that that Jeezy song, American Dream, Jeezy, J Cole, and uh Kendrick. Yeah. That went so mm. under under the radar, but he like reused that entire Rich the Kid verse. Hmm. Who did Kendrick? The whole thing is uh. Like I gotta eat, I gotta sleep, something like that. From New Freezer. Oh, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. Uh, it's I not the exact same. It's not. Yeah, it's not the exact same, but it's like. Damn but it's like very similar. Yeah. Um, yeah. I would want to hear. I would want to hear Kendrick and Eazy-E. That'd probably That'd be, be cool. really dope. Their vocals are kind of similar, so I feel like yeah. that would be dope. Yeah. Or I mean, obviously, you know, I mean, I don't know. I, I can hear Kendrick and Tupac on a song. I just think that would just be kind of weird. Yeah. I don't think they really like like mesh the same not like j cole and kendrick that yeah. was like that's like poetry bro yeah yeah, yeah. and who do we hear together that was uh dead it was kind of like a tupac and kendrick oh drake and michael jackson um, oh that, yes. that was that was the weirdest thing it ever yeah that was yeah. weird as hell yeah i don't even was, know how we cleared that what about what about polo g and <laughs> michael jackson polo, oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah polo g i forgot he did that smooth killer whatever yeah i don't even know that oh, was yeah. terrible he, yeah. he sampled michael jackson or? yeah he sampled smooth criminal he like redid it oh i actually seen that that was stupid yeah, it, it was, was. It, was <laughs> it was fucking awful. <laughs> it was awful it was awful um i i would pick bishop naru i'm not sure if everyone's familiar Whoa. with him I ain't heard that name in a long time. Yeah, bro. he's like the he's low key like the mentee of MF Doom. Yeah, he okay. they created yeah. a collab album together. Go check that out. Wait, what was it called? Bishop Naru. No yeah. album. That's crazy. Oh, the collab album. The it's the one with that, like yeah. Ohm. Um, yes, yes, yes. It's uh, what's it called? Oh, Nero Nero Villa Doom. Nero Villa Doom. Um, syllables. Bishop Naru is he. He's like trying to become a lyricist to the level of MF Doom, and obviously him and MF Doom were in the studio um, when they were recording, and he took a lot of influence from MF Doom before his passing, unfortunately. But I could see the two really going into a song together because Kendrick's Kendrick's music is in some senses like aggressive rap not in the sense of like i'm gonna murder you gun you down in the street but rather like i'm gonna talk about these things yeah i'm gonna talk about these things and you can tell that i'm passionate about it you can tell that i know what i'm talking about because i've seen it with my own eyes and i think that his aggressive flow and bishop naru's lyricism i think would mesh really well together interesting interesting I can see it. I can see. It. I really thought I was the only person that knew who that was, so that's that's kind of refreshing. That's yeah. Crazy. I another dream, or I guess that's not Kendrick, but I was gonna say that I had this like, um. So I grew up on on Gangstar, like young uh, Guru and uh, DJ Premier, and mm. when I heard um when I and J Cole is one of my probably my favorite like mainstream rapper, um like ever, and when I heard J Cole on Family and Loyalty. With Guru, that shit was so fucking crazy to me. I like, I'll damn near shed a tear. 
Oh shit, did he freeze? Is he frozen? Oh shit. Yeah, he's frozen. You can hear me, No. Uh-oh. You back? Can you hear it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you hear that, uh, J. Cole and Guru? That was like a dream collab for me, and when it happened, I almost shed a tear. Wait, hold on. I don't... Oh, what's that song called, bro? Is it Diamond something? Family and Loyalty. Di- they, they say yeah, Diamond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that. I used to play that every day, bro. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, that song was so dope. Yeah, mm. I'm, I gotta get back into that one. Yeah, that was crazy. You Did you say our years already? Oh, you said Nirvana. You said Kendrick and Nirvana. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah dude, I could imagine. I could see him taking that turn and like, like just like making some like rocks, like rock shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean just because if that Imagine Dragons performance, bro, mm-hmm. that was just so dope. That was crazy. Yeah. So, and he's isn't he on the remix of their song too? I don't know. I know he's on some like Taylor Swift song. I didn't know that. Kendrick Lamar's on a Taylor Swift song. Bad blood. Yeah, bad blood. Oh shit, yeah. And he's and he's on that uh the Sia. Taylor's got future on a song. Is her name Sia? The girl. Yeah, Sia. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they have a song. Yeah. Kendrick is. Oh my bad. Go ahead. No, no, no. You go. I was trying to figure out what song it was. The greatest. Kendrick's on the Radioactive remix with Imagine Dragons. Oh, he is. I didn't even know that. This motherfucker does it all. Yeah, he'd be with That's, That's why saying. they did the Grammys with him. Oh, okay, word, got you. All right, yeah, but before we wrap up, you got anything you want to talk to us about? Any new works? Uh, right now, I like I said, I'm working on three projects, bro. And I dropped the names. I dropped the names. Oh, uh, shit. exclusive. <laughs> the first, the first two, the first one's called Afraid of Heights, and it's just basically surrounding my fear of making it to the top. Because there's there's just so much, there's so so much in the industry that I've heard that I'm scared of. I don't want to lose friends. Mm-hmm. I don't want to lose myself. I don't want to be caught in none of that. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to like. I don't do drugs. I don't. I don't drink. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't want to like. I'm just afraid of like maybe falling into stuff like that. So, yeah, that's what afraid of heights is. And then the my actual mixtape is called Serious Clouds. And I don't know if anybody knows anything about clouds, but serious clouds, like you know how clouds come in layers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So serious clouds are the very top. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it just they just kind of in a lot because that's be me getting to the top. Mm-hmm. And then I got a. Uh, that's fire. Actually, you know um, the dude who produced Rivers. He was a uh, he. I don't know if any of you guys know who Lexi Elij was. Rest yeah. In peace. Oh yeah. Rest in peace. Rest um, in peace. Her, He's so fucking talented. So bro, talented. Crazy. Her her producer and me linked up, and that's my dog, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, we are gonna we're gonna put out a uh, his name's Kite, so we're gonna put out a project an EP called Chasing Kites. That's and, fire! Oh, that's so dope! Yeah, that's dope! Yeah, yeah. So all of those, all of those are gonna. Uh, I mean, I hope they do something. I don't know. At this point, it's not. I haven't. I mean, I'm never gonna give up on what I'm doing, but I'm more in it. I've been in it for the love, but at one point there was definitely a time where I was like, "Yo, I gotta, I gotta make it before this age, woo woo, and whatever." But uh, right now, I'm just, I'm just seeing whatever happens, you know. But yeah. I will, I will send you a track. Uh, that's the track that we sampled. We use the same sample from "Bitch Don't Kill My Vibe." Bad. I'll send you that. I'll send Bad. you that right now. You could uh, 
whenever you get a chance to listen to it, let me know what you think. For sure. Dude, that's oh, that's fire. Dude, that damn, I remember when Lexi Elijah died. That was just that was it was yeah, on it was bro. on New Year's Day, right? Yeah, bro. It yeah. was like New Yeah, it actually was yeah, New January Year's Day. 1st. That was so crazy. That was yeah, that and was terrible. Me and her were supposed to do a song. You know, I, I have a song called Missing You and the second verse was supposed to be for Lex. But oh shit. Since she passed, I just dedicated that verse to her instead. But uh yeah, that she was crazy. That was my favorite, one of my inspirations, but definitely one of the coldest female rappers, oh, artists no ever. No doubt. She no was doubt. actually at the, at the revenge sessions too for Revenge. Of oh, Dirty I didn't Street. know that. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, that's crazy. I remember, I remember um, when Kaylani's uh, the last album dropped, the one before this last one, um, mm-hmm. and she had Lexi's outro. Yep, and Kite actually produced that. Oh, for real. Yeah, and bro was getting paid off of that junk too. By the oh, way. I'm sure. Yeah, man. no, that man, I no, I I damn near cried when I when I listened to that just to hear. Yeah, yeah, that was damn. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well. So so you got three more projects in the works, man. Damn, it's been so long since I last talked to you. We, cause I yeah, it was probably a year ago, right? I was a senior in high school. Yeah. 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 That's yep, crazy. Yep. That's crazy. All right, we finna we finna wrap this up then. Um, let's see. What am I? I'm gonna play the first song I heard heard from Chase to the Illis. Hey, this one is still one of my favorite songs. Oh, that's loud. Run that shit! Run that shit! <laughs> Come on, man! Classic, classic. Classic is here. Everybody in here is doing the 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 NY head bob. This is so 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 cold. All right, now y'all go check out my guy Chase the Illist. He's been fucking with me since day one in this media shit. Um, yeah, man, I'm forever grateful, bro. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, definitely go check him out. Spotify, uh, Apple Music, all that. Um, yeah. Oh, yo, you just sent it through. You just sent the file through. Yes, I sir. got you. I got you. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out. Go go run up Nightmare Park in the meantime. Um, yeah, and then this is... I don't know if we're going to make this a real episode or not, but shout out Kendrick. Um, shout out all of TDE. Shout out... Uh, what's his name? Um, shout out Punch. I love Punch. You yeah. see Punch on Instagram all the time. So funny. Um, shout out Top. Yeah, shout out Top Dog. Yeah, all right. Yeah, we're going to get on out of here. Um, peace, love, all that. Bye. Bye. <laughs>